Hello everyone and welcome to the Two Have and Two Roll podcast. My name is Oliver. On this show, Robin and I spoke with Liam, known online as Liam T Media. Liam is a photographer and filmmaker. Liam is also a LARPer and plays in the Empire LARP system here in the UK. Liam's character is currently in the nation of Wintermark. We talk about the nation of Wintermark. We also talk about the alchemy game. If you're listening to this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. If you're new here, consider subscribing. If you're listening on your favorite audio platform, give us a nice review and that'll help people find us on all these platforms. And with all of that out of the way, let's get into our conversation with Liam. Liam, have you, have you been, is this your, was this your first year laughing? I think I've, I've seen one of your, um, your like YouTube video when you talk about your experience in, in LARP. Is this, is this your first year laughing or is this your first year at Empire? Uh, first year LARP and Empire. Ooh. So I just, I know it's like, there's been a few people that have said like, it, empire's not like beginner friendly but i would actually disagree i think if you just jump straight in just go for it yeah 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 um, yeah I, I i think i would agree with that because yeah we we, we went to a, a our first player event recently and it was a great player event uh but it was it was very obviously it's very role play heavy there was no combat mm. there's lots of people talking and it's, it's it was an empire empire player event so it was very, very like a lot of political talking and i kind of when we were driving home i was like i don't know what i would have thought if this was our first experience you know mm. <laughs> i'm not I, I don't because at least empire you've got there's a there's a lot you can do right yeah yeah and, and like especially like i find i find like with empire especially when you're at the big events you can sort of dip in and out when you feel to I feel like a player event would have been very heavy RP. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's good that you've done it because like you have that experience now of being like, you know the difference between the events and the player events. But Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, the player event, I don't, I don't know if you've been to a player event yet, but like even just going to that to that one, it's like it gears you up for it, especially because it's like in plot and you get to speak to people for longer amounts of time because yeah. that's the one thing I'll say about... Uh, empire is that there's so much going on that it's hard to hold anyone's attention for that long a time whereas yeah you end up with these short like five ten minute conversations where you're trying to get everything out that you can and then you're off to the next big thing whereas yeah that player event i was like wow you're actually getting to get to know one another a bit more so yeah have you have you been to any player events um yeah i went to my first player event in was it early this month or mm-hmm. first end of jan i think it was um it was a wintermark specific event um and yeah it was in coventry so where i'm based uh-huh. in london it was just like one train yeah trains nice. there, so it wasn't too <laughs> yeah. bad um but i definitely agree like it's much more personal when you go to a player a uh, player event um yeah it's it's it, it's very different but i think it's like a good kind of different because it also like built up my keen quite a lot Ooh, yeah. Like I, I went after that event. I was like, oh, why does Empire have to be so far away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But we, not... were, yeah, we were like geared up, weren't we? And it's, it's yeah, because those those smaller interactions, and it's it's like you get to maybe like talk to someone that you wouldn't normally talk to in the field, yeah. or like you say have a smaller conversation with them. Like if you're talking to a senator or a general at a player event, uh, they can't go anywhere else. They've like they're in this place with you, and they can't go yeah. off to do a a general or a senator thing that they because they have an agenda of a local 
load of things they need to do over the weekend. Yeah. But you go up and speak to them and you're just like, oh, great. Now we can speak about. And then you're like, oh, now, I, now I'm starting to have plans for what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I definitely like I found that because so for myself, like I play Toddy Birch, um, who's a Steinar Wintermark apothecary. And at the end of like E4, I was like, I really want to find some more game within the apothecary side of things. So over the long dark, I was looking at like stuff on the wiki and um, I was like, OK, well, I'm going to this Hendelhof event. Who can I talk to here? So I started looking up stuff about sinecures. I don't know if you know about like sinecures and stuff. I don't know anything about yeah. it actually. Right. So sinecures um, are basically, uh, I think they count as great works. I okay. think so. They can give so the one I was looking at is like you put in a minimum of ten wanes, mm-hmm. and I think it's like a couple of friends to match it. And basically, once once the great work gets made, it gives you like a certain amount of resources. So it could be like money, goose whisper, like herbs. So I was looking at one that was specifically like, I think it was like twenty wanes for like about twenty five to thirty herbs. Uh-huh. And then, like, I was like, okay, so who can I look up? I found out that, yeah, that would be very good and a long-term goal to achieve. So who can I talk to in the meantime to get more information about this? Uh Found out that someone at the player event that I was going to owns a Sinecure. So I started talking to them when I got to the event. And they were saying, like, yeah, so the Waynes are not the issue. You need to get votes by, like, Senate or, like, your Senators. I'm like, oh, I need to get into the politics game now. Like, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that is that something that you're interested in getting into or are you just going to see how it goes? I, I don't think Toddy's that type of person to get into politics. Like, I... I just want to make my name as a potion maker, like. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I found that definitely when we went to History and Virtue, Robin, I, I found that because there was a lot of like talk about politics and things like that. And and my character, Godric, is not, he's not that really that way inclined. So it took me a little while to like, I had to kind of try and steer conversations towards maybe something that I could, uh, like Godric would be more enthusiastic about because I'm like, oh yeah, you know, it's, it's when people are talking about, oh yeah, you know, we're talking about Throne Guard or uh, fights in the Glory Square. I'm like, yeah, there we yeah. go. I'll, I'll hang on to that <laughs> because otherwise I might just be like, oh yeah, yeah, what's happening with... It? Basically, if someone says, oh, oh, are we going to get the Barons back? Yes, we're going to get the Barons back. Awesome. That's all I needed to know, and then I'll mm. and then I'll move on. <laughs> yeah, abbreviated versions of the politics for yeah. Godric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is it bullet pointed? That's that's enough for Godric, I think. Yeah, no, I would probably be the same. Like I, in Wintermark, they're currently. I don't know if we've got a uh, summer Suak back, but I remember like they'll be in like because we have the moot. Um, I know I don't know if Dawn have something similar. Like it's like the big sort of gathering at the start of the event at time in. Yeah. Okay. So it's called the Moot and Windmark. Yeah. We don't. And this yeah. is this is something we've talked about uh, quite a bit actually yeah. because I think we are the only nation that doesn't uh, doesn't have one. And there's been oh, okay. yeah. There's been there's been back. I've kind of changed my mind on it because at first, uh, like especially at the end of E three, I think. Um, I was quite jealous of the fact that everyone had like a like a, a moot or there's the muster and there's the national mm. standing and all that and I was I was quite jealous, um, especially also the festivals as well. I know we ha- we do have festivals in Dawn, but the, a lot yeah. of festivals uh, make people the whole nation gather up and move around. Uh, oh yeah, having having people go from from nation to nation and these like big festivals like Silver Sail and things like that. Yeah, it was very much like. 
why don't we not do something like yeah. that? That's so that looks like so much fun to just go and and take that part of the game just to everyone. Yeah. But no, we don't tend to have anything like that, do we? Okay. Yeah, because I think the national standings, the Navari That's one, right? right? Yeah. 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 I, I didn't think there was many others that done it. So I that's which goes to show how much Toddy gets around. Like, although <laughs> apart from me doing trading, like I don't know. Like, yeah. um, but I know I know that feeling because I um there's a few people in my hall and there was a I want to say it was a marchers festival mm-hmm. that came through it might have been Urizen actually and they were they had like a uh, masks on I I, oh, I don't be, think it was league yeah be uh the marchers and was sale I imagine was this uh autumn was it last, uh, last I'm summer? not sure but yeah. basically they were like they were doing like performances and stuff and someone in my hall was like, why do Wintermark not have any like big traditions and festivals and stuff? And I was like, that's a good point. Mm. Like I found out um again, there's there's two people in my hall that are getting married, I see. Mm-hmm. And um the tradition for getting married in Wintermark is you give someone a spoon. Yeah. Like, that's it. Wait, what? And yeah. I was like, oh, you know this, Robin. Of course I you know this. this. <laughs> All right, okay, yeah. Okay. But um yeah, yeah I was like I didn't know that was a thing, but okay. Yeah, yeah. So, did, did you um, did you go to every event this last year? So yeah, you, yeah. From E one yeah. to E four. Yeah. yeah. And were you? Did you go Wintermark straight from the off, or did you start out elsewhere? So I went straight into Wintermark when I was looking at the wiki. When I uh, was looking to come, I was uh, leaning towards Navarre. Uh-huh. Um, and then I started looking at Wintermark. I was like, okay, I kind of like the Steiner Brief. I feel like the Steiner Brief can be done in multiple ways. Like I think with I think with every nation, you can interpret interpret the brief in your own way. So what's what is uh, a what's a Steiner? In, so in um, a Steiner, they're not Vikings, but they're kind of Vikings. Like they're the if if we had to if we had to, I'm going to get so much hate for that. Um, it's fine. They can they can direct it at us. Yeah. It's fine. I don't care. But, like out out of the whole of Winsmark, there's three traditions. So like, mm-hmm. That's why um, Winsmark say three people, one nation. Um, so there are the Steiner, mm-hmm. who are the more Viking looking esque like brief yeah okay yeah. got the calavesi or calavesa i'm not sure on the pronunciation who are kind of like the goths of the of the oh, wind yeah. park so they wear like <laughs> yeah they wear the feathers they have like the black gowns and stuff like that okay. uh, the black clothing and then you have the suak who are um like the mountainous region like the very cold regions of uh, wind yeah. yeah. so they wear a lot of the furs and stuff like that mm-hmm. um so I went for the Steiner because I was like, okay, I like the golds, I like the jewelry, I like the sort of ornate like designs and stuff. Oh, right, yeah, because I always, I, I always thought because I knew there was like three, three peoples, right? But mm. I, I, I just assumed that you picked that from your like. So it's not, so it's not like the region of Wintermark that you're not your, um, yeah, not your region you're from. It's literally a archetype that you pick. Basically, so what I. I'm not too sure actually because like you can when you choose you choose based on your like how you want to dress. I think it yeah. is broken up into regions. Yeah. But like, the weird thing with Steiner is like on the wiki it says the Steiners fell from the sky, which is a bit. I I want to read into it more because it sounds very <laughs> interesting. But at the same time, like why did we fall from the sky? Like yeah yeah. I mean that it sounds very low. I know everyone goes oh they're not not Vikings, but it just I mean that that's very um. 
that's very Norse and like yeah. Saxon mythology esque, isn't it? Like falling yeah. from the yeah, sky like onto a mountain, hundred percent, yeah, being birthed by a giant or something. I'm making <laughs> stuff up now, but that type of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't say to someone if someone wanted, to, if someone was interested in Vikings, they wanted to play a Viking. You you would would you would you deter them from playing Wintermark, or would you, you be know like, what? this is this is actually um, this is actually quite ironic because my partner, my like i'm bringing my partner to empire mm-hmm. and they were like oh i really love vikings i'm like well <laughs> so <laughs> there isn't I was any <laughs> like, yeah, i was like technically they're not vikings but if you want to go to something that looks very viking-esque in the brief then steiner and they were like okay oh and then they looked at the brief and they're like do you know what i actually really like this yeah um so yeah. yeah. So to answer your question, yes, I would say to someone, come come join Steiner. Like but again, it's all up to like personal interpretation at the end of the day. Yeah, exa- uh, exactly. So you so you started then you, you you went for the you went for the Steiner and then you've kept you've kept with that. And then you yeah. you wanted to go down the apothecary route? What's what's yes. what's what's it like being an apothecary? Because I've I've heard I've heard from people who, who do that game that you can you can kind of do a lot of role play and some people have like apothecary kits mm. mm-hmm. but a lot of it is like people give you the resources and people who don't know the resources come on these little cards and then yeah. you have to take them to god right and then yeah them in so, and get your potions so it's sort so how do i explain this like the apothecary game i think it you give what you, you get what you give sort of okay. thing so yeah. my character i uh I knew what I wanted my character to be like. I knew that I wanted to be a potion maker, but I I tied in with my backstory that um, my character was an apothecary, but um, had an accident because he's a changeling as well. I I went for like, my character was told not to make a new type of potion, went for it. It caused an accident and lost all of his memory. Yeah, changeling. So, <laughs> nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, and it also tied in, like I got a really cool piece of kit, which well, I think is cool. Like it's a half face mask. Yeah, um, yeah. And basically, like I say that my character has like a disfigurement and in Wintermark, like you're supposed to wear your scars with pride, but Toddy sees it as a thing of like, no, he, he, well, he don't, he did, he done what he was told not to do and you know it went wrong so um sorry tangent um no well i've seen that i've seen the the, i've seen the pictures of you in kit and yeah i did i did wonder i was gonna ask you about that but you've Mm. answered you've answered my (laughs) my question um but yeah so the role so another bit of kit that i got which ties in with the sort of role play that you do when you're an apothecary is i got um a custom bag from dark blade from tim at dark blade okay and um i it was the alchemist's arsenal i think it's called and um i think tim was on uh one of steve hefty yeti streams talking mm-hmm. about like his products and was saying like one of the issues we have is like the alchemist pack uh the strap goes so i was looking at some of his other products and i was like could you put this strap on here instead and i've had like no issues with it um but part of that kit is like it comes with like potion bottles. It comes with like a little mortar and pestle. Mm. So um, when you role play getting herbs from people and trading, or yeah. you're making potions, you do. I think it there's a set time limit of like the role play you're supposed to do of like making the potion. So you take out fake herbs, you grind them up, you act like you're putting them into the bottle, and then yeah. you would like go to God and get them or whatever yeah. order you want to do it. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah yeah but you the best thing you, you that's what because what i kind of think i'm like well you don't really need anyone to be present while you're doing that right because nah, that's nah. that's maybe the difference with um like if you're doing if you're doing a magic ritual uh, or even even an artificer, you know, you need to you need to bind it to the other person. So you need someone someone's going to be present for you to do that yeah. bit of role play. Whereas um, I, I think I think maybe with the apothecaries, what might happen is people will go, oh yeah, I, can you make this potion for me? Here's the stuff. Bye, and they just leave you to like role yeah. play yourself, just like on yeah. your own. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's good practice to to like role play in the open like even if you're yeah. like you've got like a little table so like i'm developing my like role play kit for me being in apothecary so i'm getting this yeah. little folding little uh wood table and i'm gonna get like a little incense thing like i'm not gonna light any incense in case anyone has like breathing difficulties and things yeah. but like i think it's good practice that if you're an apothecary you should role play out in the open yeah um i've been doing a lot of my near god before so like yeah. i do it like sort of near Urizen sort of area because then I can just get it yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah I would like to see more of that on the field because yeah like I've, I've, I've literally the reason I've brought that up is because I've literally done it myself I've like mm. I've like given I've like given given herbs to someone They're like, oh yeah I can make you some uh blood uh blood harrow filter and I'm like yeah. oh great cool get me the herbs I'm like hey, here's herbs see you see you tomorrow and then they <laughs> then they come up to me in the battlefield and be like oh here's here's the filters you asked for great and there was the um and I kind of thought Hmm, like what's what what must it be like but i would like to see a lot more mm. people like as you're walking by because that adds to the immersion right i would love yeah 100 percent. yeah i would love um, to see bubbling bottles and things like that <laughs> yeah it kind of, like, like... advertises what you can do as well doesn't it like as your character like to see someone sitting there with the pestle and mortar grinding away mm. and you know just that sort of um that sort of thing it really will like just sort of bring you right into it and yeah i've I've seen your kit because you've showed me pictures of your kit yep. and it is amazing. And especially you. all your apothecary, your, your, your whole apothecary setup. Do you have any, so I know you've got potion balls and things like that. Mm -hmm. Do you fill them with anything um, like specific to, to make it work? Because I know that, I saw that some things that you make up have descriptions and things so do you have certain colored potion bottles and things that you make up to demonstrate different things that you're doing or do you just kind of make it up that's something that i'm getting into more this year i'm going for the route of like water and water and like uh, food coloring mm -hmm. because yeah. it can be edible um i know there's people that um do like the i can't remember the actual term for it but it's like shimmery so it looks like a sort of a yeah. galaxy in a bowl but that's not yeah. edible because it's got like glitter and stuff um so currently i i know you can get edible glitter for that but that's yeah. not the route i want to go i'm just gonna go water and food coloring um so yeah that's sort of my my benchmark is where i'm starting at the moment yeah um what about like trading with like do, do you can you make decent money doing the apothecary game so i think i'm prob like i'm very bad with like knowing my worth with them when i make potions yeah. i recently had a conversation with my hall about like um like how to start selling myself better when i'm making potions and they suggested like um, for my own time, monitor it uh, basically as each herb do five rings as my own time. Mm -hmm. So how I used to do it was I would um, figure out what each herb caught. Like, so I normally go that each herb is like a crown. Mm -hmm. So if there's eight, if there's eight herbs in the thing, that's that's a throne. And then I would just try and just give a number 
to be like this is what my time's worth but i think i need to something more solid to um you know to start like selling it better well yeah i mean like <laughs> positioning yourself like on the field though is 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 going to be a big one because i know i know yeah. a lot of people will do the apothecary game like i say and that they they will just be like okay i'm apothecary but we're just going to do a little bit of role play just so mm. we can get the uh, the potions for our house or for our hall yeah. or something like that but I think especially if you're like, right, I'm going to go set myself up as an apothecary. I'm going to park myself next to God or next to the Sentinel Gate, you mm. know, and then that because that's when because a lot of people who are going to use their houses or their halls uh, potions aren't going to be looking for for potions or saving money on potions yeah. Yeah. right at the gate. Whereas when you're at the gate, you can just be like, hey, I've got potions here and you can put a big mark up on them. because <laughs> that's, that's true. That, that is a time when like I've been like they're ready to go in and I've been like, I could do with some more potions. I will. Tempted. I will pay yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's interesting because when I've spoken to that about people, they've said like, "Well, if you're going to battle, you're not going to take coin with you." So it's one of those things of like, I don't know how many people are going to do that because it's like, say, I give someone a sovereign specific, which basically a sovereign specific is like a thrown worth of herbs, and it uh, restores all hit points, um, restores cle any cleaved or impaled limbs. Uh, you can ignore all traumatic wounds and oh, there's another one of getting it removes venom and weakness mm -hmm. and that lasts until the end of battle but if i if someone's like oh right i'm about to go to battle i'll just take this sovereign specific i'm like yeah but if you die like wh where where's the money gonna go yeah yeah exactly which which that you know what and that i'm just thinking about it that is uh, it's almost actually a bit meta people doing that because mm. like if you're going to be flung and like where the hero is the end and where where you because we're we're at anvil where the wealthier people yeah. at anvil yeah. and we're literally being flung to the other end of the, the empire why wouldn't you take money with you <laughs> like i know why yeah, players don't true. take money with you because yeah. obviously if you die then your resources are kaput you know and people yeah. can't bring them back but really, from a role-playing aspect, like, why wouldn't you take, like, if we're going to be, maybe we're stranded yeah. on the other side of the Empire, we're still in the Empire, you know? So it's you, like, you'd have all your stuff. Why wouldn't yeah. I be like, oh, I'm going to take a few thrones just in case, you know, I need to, I need to hitch a, uh, hitch a ride back, you know, on an oxen or something, yeah, like you know? an ox, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Well, yeah. I never really thought of it like that. That's, yeah. that's, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like, so take my... all your money out with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> um, like, my current plan was I was speaking to my hall about, um, like, trying to find out, be more active when finding out what, who, like, who's going to battle, who we're facing. Like, if we're facing Druge, I'm going to make, like, a load of anti-venom potions and stuff like that. Yeah. The issue is, is that I found, like, military council goes on till, like, really late. So it means, like, I'm going to be walking around at midnight trying to flog potions yeah. <laughs> because I've just found out who's battling. So instead, what I might try and do is... um wait until that information has come out but maybe start selling potions on the sunday yeah um because that's probably gonna like while i'm still making my name while toddy's still making his name as an apothecary he can go out on the sundays and be like okay you might want to go to like skirmishes and stuff um there was a really um really useful potion that i found that is very basic it's to her potion and what it is which i think would be really good for people that go to skirmishes is um 15 minutes of relaxation it restores all of your hits nice yeah so like yeah like if someone's coming back from battle on like the saturday or the, like the sunday and they're like okay well i'm gonna go do a skirmish so i was like okay well let me just brew you this pot of herbs and then 
you all your hits are back. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I mean that 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 goes back to uh, like people not bringing money to the Sentinel Gate. Like mm. if you if you get a reputation, like if, if there's enough people with because I know that um, uh, people sell. Is it Lao? I think I think people so so in yeah. in certain certain situations people will be like oh yeah we can't we haven't managed to get any Lao to do yeah. the to to do the anointing, but we know there's going to be people there selling at the Sentinel Gates who will take money. So if you so if you get a reputation of being like oh well, we we know he's going to be there selling uh selling anti venoms, we best take yeah. some or the, or you know even if like new players are just like oh yeah we're fighting the Druze and they're like oh what's the Druze and like oh have you got anti venom and like no yeah. I'm like oh, it's fine someone will be selling them at the at, at the gate you know and we'll take, take some money, money. With us. <laughs> yeah that's true that is true actually like thinking about that 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 once I've got my name out there I could just stand at the Sentinel Gate and people will know I'm going to be there so that's actually a good idea yeah. <laughs> I think it's just the starting point it's like make some base potions and be like okay if you come back come find me because yeah. like i have my whole banner on my um on my like belt mm -hmm. um oh that's good so i could just be like yep come come find the hall yeah. um okay well, so, I, I guess you could make uh, well yeah how, how we how how many how much resource and time does it would it take to be like okay you know you have like you prepare potions for the for the event ahead if you know what i mean mm. like so you go like okay i'm not I'm not selling potions for this event. I'm selling potions. I'm taking orders for the next event. You know, I mean, yeah. I know, I know there are some. I've spoken to some apothecaries before when yeah. I've tried to get hold of potions, and I've been told that. But but that's more like if they're doing it for their own house. I'll be like, yeah. oh, I'm after this, and they're like, oh no, I'm I'm using all those herbs this this time for potions next summit. You know. So I haven't had any experience doing that just yet because mm. like I currently. Um... I've currently only made about, I think about, I want to say nearly like 10 potions. Mm -hmm. um, some of them have been like pretty high end. Like I've made like two sovereign specifics and two like um, legionnaires stairs, which are basically a blade venom that when you, when you hit the next uh, on the next hit, it does paralysis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and those like are nearly a throne as well. Um, I want to get like, any one of them because that, yeah, that, that, that was so useful for PvP yes. in the Glory Square. By the way, <laughs> they oh, don't you, that's would you coming. would you be able to use that in the Glory Square? Yeah, I th yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, okay. yeah. I think I'm pretty <laughs> pretty sure you just yeah you just pop pop a potion and just be like, especially when you're martial and mm. people don't expect that from the 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 martial characters as opposed to the magical characters, and you just like yeah, pop the potion, you're par you're paralyzed. Yeah. I think um I think that one comes under Legacy of Thorns, which is mm -hmm. um it is all mostly blade venom, but it's not a potion, so it's an oil. So you have to role play like putting it onto the blade, yeah, and then you have to hit. So there's ah, as right, far right, as I yeah, know, yeah. there's okay. one that does paralysis, one that does venom. Yeah, I'm not too sure on what the last one is as mm -hmm. well, but I want to say entangle, but I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, I bloody I hate I, that. That's that's the thing. I, I like I said as, as a martial character, it's it's like. I want to get all the, but I probably wouldn't use them in the battlefield. I would only mm. ever use them <laughs> against the other Imperials. <laughs> so what it, what's a marshal? Is that like someone that? Um... So yeah, like just if you just basically all my experience points are in uh, fighting skills, like basically right. hero, basically just hero points, uh, yeah. hero points, and. Um, cleave, and that, that's pretty much all I have. Okay. So yeah, yeah, so you know I've got um, what have I got? Unstoppable cleave 
I think I think that's it. And then I've just spent all my the rest of my points on more hero points to use those right. calls. Uh, okay. So yeah, I don't have any magical abilities whatsoever. So that's the thing. So when you're when you're running it, so you're like, oh, I've got all these hits, I've got all these armor, I've got I can cleave you if I get mm. to, and then obviously uh you expect from from the from the mages you expect the shatter of the shield the paralysis yeah. the entangle you know but what to let it, it, it's even even with the other martial people so if if, I, if i've got shield and i'm fighting someone for pole arm like i'm spec i'm expecting the strike down yeah. but it's what what's what's cool is if if you're running in there and you're up against the mage and they don't ri then you've got a single-handed weapon then you you use the shatter because they don't realize you've got the magical weapon and they're like no oh, right. yeah. <laughs> what, so i can what? i can literally buy like a potion um as well an oil and mm -hmm. pour over one of my swords and go yeah. ahead and paralyze yeah, basically the next hit is a paralysis. I don't. It doesn't say on the wiki like how long the paralysis lasts, so I don't know if people who would know that would know. But basically, yeah, as long as you hit the next, the next hit, then it's paralysis. Yeah, I think par um, paralyzes only like six seconds anyway, right? Okay. So, yeah. I mean, that's still enough time. To oh get no, some yeah, hits in, to be fair, yeah. like. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, when most a lot of people are sitting like on those like six hit points, you're just like, oh well, yeah. one, one hit per second. Yeah, you're you're, <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're down. You're gone. How many? And as far <laughs> go on, oh, sorry, mate. Go on. I was gonna say like as far as I know, unless it's a tonic. So mm -hmm. uh, with the potions. Uh, the only sort of potions that you can't take multiple doses is a tonic. Tonics, you can only be under the effect of one tonic at a time. Okay. So, for example, I've just taken a set that gives Fortitude, and the highest rank Fortitude, which is a rank 3, although I did just find out it stacks. So this potion that gives a rank 3 Fortitude basically increases your bleed time to about, I can't remember if it's 6 or 9 minutes. All right. Okay. So if you if you already have fortitude, because I'm thinking about taking fortitude. Yeah. So if you already have fortitude on top of that, then you're yeah. you're, you're going to be, yeah, you're going to be like 12, yeah, just, 12 it just stacks. Bleed, bleed yeah, basically because um someone in someone that I know can do a was well, thinking about taking a fortitude one ritual, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, well I could also give you a potion that gives you fortitude free, so you're basically going to have like what 14 minutes bleed time. I mean, if you get venomed, it goes down by like it still gets halved, but yeah. that's still pretty good well yeah i think we should probably uh probably invest in that i mean we, we could <laughs> probably could have done we could have probably done with that on the uh on the on the sunday battle at evil <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah. heard that one was a bit rough yeah yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah half our nation pretty much just got it was it was a bit yeah it was it was a rough one and it, there was a little mm. bit of controversy after the fact because we, we like the monster crew were told not to execute but, but then they were going up to down players and just being like venom Venom. Oh, Venom. Really? <laughs> was you was you facing Druge or Yeah, Druge, yeah. Ah, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's that's maybe can you can you imagine though being that person they're like, ha Venom and you've got you've got twelve oh. minute bleed count and you're like, No, no, and you just it goes down to six minutes, so you just yeah. stand, just just lay there screaming, they're like, Why won't you die? <laughs> You're just staring at the Druze just on the floor like, it's not going to happen. No, help! Happen. Help! <laughs> You're not getting me today. Yeah, yeah, because what, what is it? It goes down to Venom's 30 seconds or something? 30 seconds, uh, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. 30 seconds for if yeah. you're not got a fortitude, but yeah. I was hearing it used to be it used to be zero. It used to basically be if you were Venom, then you went down. That was that was it. They've actually added that would to be it. so rough. That yeah. would be terrible. Yeah. 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 I can imagine, like, I'm, I, like, I can imagine a few players must have got that one yeah 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 so how many how many potions 
are there that you can make? Is it is it like a extensive list or? Um. So I I think there's about twenty twenty. Oh, I should I should know this because I've done the research yeah. for my YouTube yeah. video. But yeah. <laughs> um, I want to say it's either twenty or a little under twenty recipes. Like I'm Toddy's only planning to take um most of them apart from the poisons because I have no interest in poisons or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know most apothecaries take it just so they know the antidotes. Um. Oh, so there's a whole antidote poison thing. I didn't even yeah. Know that. So. Yeah, on the apoth- on the recipe list, when you um, learn the poisons, it also comes with the antidotes for those poisons. Oh, so that's why when you hear apothecary saying like I've only learned it for the antidotes, that's why. Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool then. But the reason why I'm not taking that is because um, I think it's supposed to take about six years to unlock every recipe list. Ooh. Yeah, so it's a long time. So I was like, I might be able to cut that a little bit because I think there's about three or four poison sets yeah. i think it's actually free but still that like yeah yeah so, it's, so go on sorry robin sorry yeah so i'm, I'm just kind of wrapping my head around so <laughs> as an apothecary mm-hmm. that means you don't necessarily have access to all the lists out there but you can choose which ones you're going to gain access to as like time goes on is that how it works yes yeah. okay. so in in character i'm not too sure like i think in character how i do it is i'm like okay well i've learned about these potions so now i'm gonna make these potions oc obviously it's just okay i'm using the the xp point on this um but it's not like when you start off so the um when you start off as a new character and you want to take a buffer you need to take i can't say the word so if i butch the pronunciation it's churro surgeon so you need to take that first which i think is one xp point and then physics oh no not physics but there's there's basically a barrier before you can take apothecary, which is churro surgeon. All right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So right. you because I, I went into like so E one, I got to E one, I'm like, cool, I'm gonna apprentice for someone because I don't know what potion sets I wanna take. Mm-hmm. Um that basically went out the window till E two and I had to go up to God and be like, Okay, I'm gonna take these potion sets right now. Um so yeah, you don't off the bat like have access to them, you just choose what you want really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. We only learned that the other day about the apprenticing thing. Is that that's mm. the, is that only your like first event, or is that first is that your first character event? Like, is it, is it a new player thing or a new character thing? Apprenticing. Um, as far as I know, you can apprentice. I think it's just if you don't, if you haven't spent your XP, mm-hmm. you can apprentice like any skill. Um, okay. you just have to have someone that knows the skill to train you present okay yeah okay. basically that is that's what my knowledge is but all I'm right thinking. yeah so if that if that's true then yeah you could literally so like if i because i'm not a new player but if i were to make a new mm. character and not spend my xp i could be like hmm, what do i want to do and i could yeah go up to you and be like hey can i learn how to <laughs> try yeah, yeah yeah basically basically yeah yeah try this so what what you we, you obviously um said what drew you to uh wintermark what Mm -hmm. what um what drew you to the what was the what was the they're not they're not nations are they they're not Uh, like traditions i think yeah traditions yeah Yeah. what what led you to the tradition you what's what's it called again the one you chose steinized Steinized. what what drew you to Um, that in particular like the golds it said like oh it was gold and sort of the rich sort of like um tradition so like uh-huh. 
my character has like a lot of like embroidery around like not embroidery like trim there's like gold trim and stuff like that okay. um but i wanted to have that mix of like toddy looks like he's had some money at some point and then like you see the mask and you see like the rugged bag like <laughs> i wanted a mix yeah yeah so like in the camp because you like you're saying that like you 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 looked at the like the standings and all the mm-hmm. the festivals like we don't we don't do much of that i've got to admit like wintermark is a big nation uh, yeah they, they used, you, there seems to be a whole another game almost going on over there sometimes because I, when we wonder and in, like dawn's relatively far because you're on the same side of the fence that we're yeah, on yeah. and we're a big-ish camp and we have to like travel a fair bit i, I just I, it might just be me um mm-hmm. but when i'm wandering around camp either i'm over in wintermark and that's where all the wintermarkers are or i'm out and about there seems to wintermark seems to have their own little little thing going on over there is that do you find that at all yeah i mean like wintermark's huge yeah. uh, like you can definitely tell walking around anvil that wintermark is the largest nation yeah. i think i think navarra catching up to us actually yeah, as far yeah. as i know um which you can also tell like not for like because i know they have a limited amount of space for their tents but yeah. just seeing how many people are in navarra um but yeah 100 percent like there's definitely so many people in Windsmart. There's a lot going on. Like yeah. on Moot, for example, like when timing starts, someone blows this massive horn. So you know timing started. Like I can hear it from my tent. I'm camping OC. Um, and I'm like, oh, damn, I'm late. I'm still putting on my horns. I'm still, <laughs> like, I'm not ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Moot, to put into perspective of like how you know how many people are there, our Moot takes between anywhere between like, I want to say half an hour to 45. Like wow. it can, it, it, um, it might be a bit less, but it feels like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially like, because it's not very filtered either. So sometimes you get people just like, every now and then you get people like echoing the same thing. It's like, okay, yeah, we, we want to support you. We're supporting the mark, but at the same time, like we've, we've heard this three times now. So like... <laughs> So the, the moot that happens in um because I've been I've been to Mark a couple of times and does that happen in the the big open space in yeah. between? Is is there a name for that big space or is yeah, it just so the space that you that's where the tree is with the feathers, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah so that is called the moot square specifically, right. and that is where the moot happens. Um, also they at night I don't know if it's there during the day I could be wrong they have a massive fire pit and I think Wintermark have started doing sort of a kind of like Wintermark version of songs and stories mm-hmm. um, but yeah that whole area is called the Moot Square specifically because that's where it's used yeah I mean oh, nice. it's it's. Uh, I, I don't think you can actually step on uh, songs and stories toes really because I know when we <laughs> nah. spoke well, I know when we spoke to uh, Jamie about this it's like songs and stories is, is one thing but like obviously because there's more and more players coming like that it's it's only a, there's a finite space around that fire yeah. it's very much their own thing so i think i think if anything navara very much like yeah it's it'd be great if there was other places mm. where people could go because i think so i don't know what the um how the winter markers are, are, are working over there but i know songs and stories is very much like oh yeah if you're coming then you're like you know you're listening and you're yeah shutting up uh but i think there's they're kind of wanting more and more communal places where people can just kind of have a chat and also do yeah. songs and stories and things like that yeah like i think that's why it was started in winter but 100 i don't think like there's no competition the fir- my yeah. first event i was like 
100% I have to go to songs and stories. Yeah. And as soon as I got it, like, time in, I was like, I had that whole moment of, like, I'm at Anvil now. Yeah. Um, it's just immense. You see, like, all the canvas tents, you're like... I'm not in the modern world. And then I went, I went to, I went to songs and stories and I remember sitting there and it was a, uh, one of the songs called call to the labyrinth. Okay. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I remember listening to that and I just sat there and I just started weeping. Cause I'm like, this is so amazing. Like, I'm so happy with like, what's happening. <laughs> so many just, emotions. Yeah. Like literally, basically I was sitting there like, I'm so happy that I'm here. And I was just sitting there like two. And I think someone looks at me like, I'm sorry. I'm just so happy. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of crying at Anvil there, for yeah. all different reasons it's, it's oh. a perfectly so hang on did you did you uh come solo then yeah Ooh. um which so I had a lot of anxiety about coming to mm. Empire mm-hmm. um like I'm pretty anxious in life mm-hmm. most of the time anyway like I have a few mental health conditions as well mm. that don't help but um I I was going to come with a friend and then COVID happened. So I was also part of the large population where I was like, okay, um, 2019, I like found Empire and I'm like, cool, yes. 2020, I'm getting into it. COVID, like, oh, maybe next year. No, <laughs> 2022 comes around, finally. Um, yeah, I came alone, but I was lucky enough that I reached out on Facebook because I knew I wanted to join Wintermark. Mm-hmm. So I said... I'm coming alone. Um, I'm really anxious. If anyone would like be hospitable enough to let me, like you know, come back to their like t- like um their fire and just let me like yeah. have a base to come back to. Yeah. And I instantly got reached out by um, Cat who plays Karina Starborn, who is the Thane of New Osland, and instantly she was like, "Uh, come to us. We'll write some in character stuff for you. Have a reason to come to us." feel free to sit by the fire, you know, have a drink, whatever. We're, we're happy to have new people. And it just sort of just went from there. And, like, by the end of, like, I think by Sunday, I was like, I need to join this hall. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's it's yeah, it's it's all about making friends. That's that's good. Uh, that's good advice actually, mm-hmm. because like we've had um like we've had a couple of like newer players come over to our camp. And we're always like welcoming to everybody, but sometimes, yeah, yeah that the like that there needs to be a play because sometimes they'll come over and they'll be like, oh yeah, and then we're like right, we're we're off to <laughs> we're off yeah. we're we're off to we're off to do something. So I think I think that's a that's a real good bit of advice actually. Yeah, go and beforehand because you don't need to be like oh can i join your group or hall to start mm-hmm. with but just yeah just, net- just network online like on yeah. like social media is such a good place like i and also that's like, to echo not only should you like once you've joined your nation like join facebook page and stuff like that and be like i'm joining this nation is there anyone got advice and stuff like that but yeah. also find out what's out there like your, yourself you've made like uh, you and robin have made like great like information videos on like your podcasts are great you've got steve hefty yeti like he was the first community that i joined for empire and i was like this is amazing like you know this <laughs> just find what's online because there's so much help out there and like everyone at empire is like i i get a lot of people say that empire is so like accessible and so like friendly to new people and i wasn't expecting that like I'm from East London. Not everyone is the nicest <laughs> at East London. But I got to Empire and I'm like, okay, like everyone just wants to chat. People just say hi to you when you're walking down the roads in Anvil. And then you get out of Empire and you just start trying to talk to people in real life. You're like, I look mad right now. This is not what people do in real life. Like, yeah, 
yeah it's, it's so interesting like you saying that because that's something that I definitely felt as well like first of all being like wow like the, the, everyone here is so friendly mm. and so nice and then you have like three full days of that and then like you just said you're like on the way home and you're jumping out to get you know some food or to get fuel and then it's just like you're like oh hello oh no never yeah. mind yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you try to spark up conversation like no i'm definitely not at anvil now because no one wants to talk and everyone you know like yeah yeah it's a hard thing to get over though like just like walking up to a camp especially if they're they look like they're you know involved but you just mm. you got to keep reminding yourself that like literally everybody is here for the same reason you know yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. It, is it, here to role play it is very difficult though, like walking. Like, so I definitely struggle with like sparking conversation up. Even like, even though I do trading as well, um, trading has helped me like a hell of a lot with my confidence. Um, that's one of the things where I was like, I want to get into trading, but I'm not good at starting conversations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a few events down the line, like I was like, no, I really like trading. So, but yeah, sparking conversations up can be like really nervous but once you realize like people do want to talk to you and people do want to chat like unless they're like senators and stuff then they're just always busy <laughs> yeah yeah that's the yeah but they're, they're, they're still playing the game. I, like, I don't want to take away from the yeah us, us saying that it's a great community mm-hmm. because it is yeah uh, however uh it's that interaction is actually built into the game right so like mm-hmm. if you're so if you're an apothecary and we're, we're kind of doing even though we're not in character we're kind of doing it now with like a, yeah. making potions because you can do all this all in character so if, so if, say my character has no idea on the types of potions there are mm. like there's no there's no need for me to be like oh no i'm supposed to be playing this person in this world who's a warrior and they don't know what this po- don't know any of the potions yeah. and everyone's gonna think i'm an idiot because of the potions no you you go up to someone like your character and you say hey you know uh i'm looking for some potions you're like oh what you have i'm like what do you have and you're you're literally there to talk about your thing and i'm assuming you'd be more than happy to be like yeah "Yeah, well i'll 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 talk about all my i'll talk about all my potions so the 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 fear isn't actually there's no no fear to be had because it's actually built into the game you know there's Mm. there's literally no point in you showing up as an apothecary and then someone comes up and be like oh can you tell me about potion you go no yeah. <laughs> otherwise there's no reason for you to be there playing yeah. in a apothecary right my, my potions are just for my hall please leave me alone <laughs> no no this is my yeah. potions i yeah. do it on my own in my tent on my own so i mean like i actually um i actually started i've invented my own little thing called uh toddy's pot toddy's potent potion packs specifically to engage more with people for like and i'm still like toying with the designs but like for example I have one called the Unyielding Fighter, and that potion pack has a uh, one of the uh, blade venoms I talked about that does paralysis. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It has a sovereign specific. Uh, no, it doesn't. It has a healing potion, uh, which I think is I think it comes with two elixir vitae's, which mm-hmm. heal, heals three hits, and then it has that tonic of the distant shore, which does the fortitude free. Um, and then I think that was the higher option. And then I had a, like a lower option, which had like a few elixir vitae's, um, some um, mana re- personal mana restore and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah, that's that's a great idea. Like yeah. I. I'd be all over that. I, I love <laughs> I, I love like a pack of things like that. If if you literally said that mm. to me in character and you know was like 
like all this you know you're you're a fighter yeah. i'd be like oh whole pack of yeah. fighters you know how to make money out of people like robin is just put it in a mystery box <laughs> oh and just be like in a mystery box i will like, buy it it's just like here's a potion mystery box it could be anything it could be a potion <laughs> put, put a big question mark on the front of it i'll give you all my money because <laughs> yeah. i love a mystery it's box like, it's gonna be filled it with stuff we want to buy turns out to actually be a poison and you're like oh <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the mystery yeah no, no robin is one of these people that got obsessed with like loot crates and things loot boxes and all sorts oh. that were just like oh, oh yeah i'll go I'll buy this i'm like this is stuff you would so never bought anyway really? <laughs> it's just the surprise i i had so many loot boxes i had one for the dog yeah. loot crate no, not not just not really? just the, oh i had two for the dog but the loot crate did a dog one and she has all these dog nerdy t-shirts comic-con is the worst for that sort of stuff because they oh. know they've got a market for people for that like yeah. like i i haven't been comic-con in a long time i am planning to go again this year yeah um but like you used to just see like certain like in certain halls there'd just be literal stacks of boxes and like yeah oh, 20 the quid big for... yellow boxes with yeah. the question marks yeah and I'll, I'll, I'll just my eyes are just like yes i need to like i'm gonna lose so much money <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was the mystery t-shirt packs and oliver's logic is always there's a t-shirt there that you know you want buy just yeah. buy that t-shirt because you know that's the one you want mm. and i'm like but it could be in the bag but it could be but it's the mystery it could even be a boat <laughs> it's just <laughs> i think that's like this is the same appeal of like um it's like there's a japanese the japanese like gachapon Mm-hmm. like that's huge in japan like mm-hmm. the the and, and and i get it because you're like it's that it's that mystery you, you don't you want one thing but it's like no i'm gonna like it's like D D. you're gonna roll for it you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's that it's that little um little endorphin hit i guess yeah. i guess why i still buy kinder surprise you still buy Kinder Surprise, but then sometimes you're like, you're like, I just like the chocolate. I'm like, no, you just want the toy, and then it's just the toy. You like, you get the toy, and you're like, what, what now? <laughs> and then like a few days later, the toy's gone, and you're like, where's it gone? I don't know. I was playing with it. Now it's gone. No, it's gone. Dog ate yeah. it or something. Yeah. You know. Well, in fact, actually, you could sell those at sell those at Anvil, Robin. You could totally uh, just give them to the kids, and they'll they'll sell them. Oh, they so well. You would make so much money. Like I love giving things to kids to sell. Children at Anvil make so much money. Like I, I went into Navarre, and there's this little girl that I've had a few interactions with because she used to, she sells baked goods in this like trolley thing she's got, and she just pulls it around. I'm like, that's dedication. That's a heavy trolley. Like I, that trolley looks heavy, and uh, I saw her in Navarre, and she was um, playing a uh, high road, low road. Um, which is the uh, it's like a card game where basically like the first card would be like a four and you have to say to the guy well it's going to be higher or lower basically and okay. it's like another it's a navari thing and like this right, girl yeah. was yeah so this girl was putting down like four crowns and the guy was like yeah i'll match it if you get it i'm like this girl's about to get a throne if she gets this like <laughs> like and then like i saw her like a while later um because i was getting one of my herb rituals done in i think it's high god I was like, oh, how's your trading gone? Like, how how did that go in Navarre? Like, um, when you was doing high road, low road, she's like, oh yeah, I made a bit of money, and I'm I'm still trading. Can you help me pull my cart up to the Imperial Orcs? I'm like, sure. I'm like, you know, like you can't say no. That's that's the thing. That's why they make so much money because it's just yeah. like yeah. <laughs> it's just like you can't you can't say no to them. So like I was I was in I was in High Guard. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna walk up to walk up to the Imperial Orcs, and then I'll just come back because you know. 
you know, I'm a good citizen, you know. <laughs> good, good, good citizen. Good citizen of the empire. So, yeah. So the um, uh, so the like you said the uh, what's it called again? The moot, the moot, right? The moot square. Yeah, the moot square. The moot. The, yeah, the moot square. So what kind of, what kind of things do they cover when they do the moot thing? Because like you said, there's a big horn at time in. Mm. Do they do? Because I know I've spoken to Navari about this, and they do a whole thing where they. Uh, they they like introduce new players to the people in the nation and and is it that type of thing that sort of sort, out of character sort of a kind mix. Of things? Yeah, I mean it's sort of a mix. So we have um, we've got three people, one nation, which is the big chant, and mm-hmm. then we also have a hero has a name. So within Windsmark, um, we have the Scops, which basically their their um their job is essentially to tell stories and to give people names so within wintermark if you're very heroic you get a name for your deeds and stuff which yeah so like um at the moot like the end of the event um people get named and they'll be brought into the moot square so for example there was one i want to say e2 or e3 Mm -hmm. and uh we have a i think they could mother thane and um someone someone came up and said like we need potions we need herbs we need resources and someone came up i think they're the alderman of wintermark came up and like handed them a stack like that big and they got named right there the provider and then oh, everyone right. yeah, okay. yeah and getting, then yeah, everyone's yeah. like a hero has a name and like everyone's chanting it like oh, oh wow yeah. yeah yeah so you so, yeah so it's like such and such you know orcs bane or something like that where, yeah. when they do something cool over the that's cool that's cool yeah. especially if you do it at the end of the event and it's just like you feel like you've done something you've like accomplished something yeah it's huge i mean like there's all there's like at the start so when when the horn goes and everyone join and mm. starts the moo it's sort of a mix so you get people talking about like you know what battles are going to happen you know people are going to skirmishes already and timing and stuff and then you get like so i done i done one of my sort of speeches which was i'm part of the gathering of hunters okay so i done i me and uh my friend who's in my hall called ragnar um who's also a changeling like they were like yeah. oh are you going are you gonna you know you should go up you know we're representing the gathering of hunters i'm like oh like i come from a performing arts background so i shouldn't be nervous before like doing speeches and stuff i was like oh, i'm not ready for this and then i just i was like do you know what like, are, you, are you gonna do it and i'm like yes so i just stroll i just walk and like the weirdest thing was um i, I was coming back because i'm um, I'd done it and it was great. Like, I was shaking. Like, I was so nervous. Oh my God. And as I was on my way back, I see Smith from Hat Films who plays Bron. Mm-hmm. And he just gives me like this little nod and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 tell you what, like, because uh, I, I can, I can, I can like talk to a camera and talk to a microphone. But yeah, mm. like, uh, spontaneously talking to crowds, not, not, not so much. Uh, yeah. Robin's very, Robin's very good at it. Uh, but there, there but is. I, 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 I'm more, it took me longer, like when when we started, um, you know, talking like this, like creating mm. podcasts and videos. I struggled. I struggled a lot, but big crowd of people, like it's just like yes, I can oh, really? do this. But like just a camera and a mic. Oh, honestly, it took you the a earlier while. episodes. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah, because we, we took you a while, Robin, to get out of the whole like. Hello and welcome. Because the, the public yeah. speaking you do in 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 Robin's day job, like the public speaking you do, Robin mm. is is you know you're an educator, so it's like this is the professional way to talk. 
see, I actually had, see, mine would definitely be the opposite because, again, I come from, like, when I was in college, I was studying performing arts. Mm -hmm. um, and even when I do my YouTube videos, like, I have a setup, but, like, because mm -hmm. I haven't done performing in such a long time, when I done my first YouTube video, I was just reading off a teleprompter app, and I'm like, I'm really not animated. Like, I could be, like, gesturing and stuff like that. And I'm just, like, there, like, hi, like, I'm Liam Turner. This is my first. <laughs> it takes a while to get back into certain things. Yeah, and it's, it, there's it, there's definitely a difference between talking, yeah, talking to someone over a camera and then, just talk, and then just talking to a camera Yeah. when there's no one on the other side of it, especially if you're, like, you've got you and another person are talking to a cat like someone who's yeah. not there <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's it takes a, it takes a little while and yeah. uh yeah even, even when the, like i you know if, if you do any yeah any speaking like my voice most of our voices will sound better if we're stood up but when mm. you're doing a podcast you're going to be sat down so that's something and then you can't be moving around the mic too 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 yeah. much either so um yeah also yeah bringing it back to back to empire there are there yeah. are a lot of people on that field who are very talented uh, performers yeah. of all different types. Oh, 100%. Um, I think that I think that can be a, a little bit of a source of um I had I had a, I had a little bit of kind of nervousness when we first started uh, as in like literally for as in they went oh because in, in dawn we were just like going back to what we said earlier we don't have like mm. a moot or anything it's just like everyone was just wet everybody just went right and scene start and we were like oh right. um <laughs> but then everyone was so the, the, everyone was already like you know shouting out uh commands or people were coming up oh, talking really? to you in like a in character in a very like sleuthy political mm. way and i was like oh everyone actually knows how to like perform and i got a little bit like <laughs> so <Yeah>. like oh <laughs> it's, it's interesting because like for me i um i think i've only i think e1 was the f the only time when i've actually been there when in when in character time started mm -hmm. i like to because i'm a camping oc i like to get ready and i'm like okay i've got a little bit extra time i can compose myself I, it's probably just the actoring me yeah. i'm just like cool get in character you know like and then i like to walk in and i'm like i meet my hall at the moot square and i'm like i'm toddy now you know like yeah. i just i like to have that distinction i think like also my old job um i used to work at secret cinema which is like an immersive like yeah yeah, yeah. so i used to work there so like i had a whole thing of like getting in character you know stuff like that so yeah yeah there's, there's definitely scope for you to do either or because i mean I would I would say initially I don't think I'd be bothered either way now I was I wasn't mm. that I wasn't that nervous and I think Robin you were a little bit jittery kind of like when we were going name. there because yeah yeah <laughs> oh, really yeah well yeah you, well I think that was more because it we, yeah Probably we were not. caught off guard a little bit mm. however because yeah there wasn't really a we're all in kit um and i find in dawn we have like a little it's it's like we have this little run-up where we're all getting in kit and it's almost time it's almost time it's almost time yeah. and then we're kind of flowing by the time timing comes about and like robin you got caught out a little bit because it was like oh we're actually it's time in now that was our first ever event e1 um however i think that's probably better because i think that both of us might have been a little bit Ugh, if we were in our tent and Oh, like we were nerves. like stepping out into time in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. we've de we've definitely done that in like when we've been cosplaying or something. And you're like, okay, yeah. I'm in costume and I have to walk out the door. <laughs> I mean, I think it would definitely be easier um, if you're in character to just be like, right, the switch is on. I'm, you know, I'm 
you know, I'm my character. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's just yeah. preference, really. Yeah. Because yeah. I can see either way working. Yeah. I just know for me, I just prefer to just but walk that, in. That's an option for everyone, you know. If, you, yeah. if, you're, if yeah. you're like, yeah, because like you say, a lot of some people will just be coming from the out character and they can just they can just wander in. So yeah, the the arguments that I've heard and I have had my mind changed in Dawn anyway. Like the arguments mm-hmm. I've, yeah. I've I've heard for it is that like it it adds adds to the immersion that there isn't a big like oh yeah you know because the way i heard navar have done it in the past they've done like oh yeah you know stand up whoever's news so like new players and obviously okay. it's like new to anvil but it's it's quite it's quite out of character you know what i mean like they're, they're addressing mm. out of character things by being like oh yeah you're new this is the, these are the people of import whereas um in dawn it just it just goes you know and everyone everyone just everyone just starts uh it seems to work for this is why i've had my mind changed on it because it seems to work for dawn because dawn dawn after speaking to all the other and having a little bit of experience all the nations and speaking Mm. to people like yourself from other nations dawn is very like so individual i've used that before individualistic what i think i mean is like dawn is more like more like 50 or 60 little nations you know really? yeah because okay. the, the, the houses <laughs> do their own thing uh they've all got their own thing going on they're all they're mm. all because it's very game of thronesy like oh yeah you know this house and that house and that oh, house yeah. oh really we like, tend is to there o- like is there like big rivalries and stuff like that like or would you say <laughs> is that a bit controversial <laughs> i'm gonna I'm, go- I'm, go- I'm, go- I'm gonna i'm gonna say I'm gonna say yeah. I mean, no, there's not right. there's not big enough rivalries that we don't because that what we tend because people when people say oh dawn, I think we are we only ever become like a just a tr- solid nation on the battlefield mm. and I think that's and somehow we make that work you know somehow we're we like we we've all got our separate ideas we've all got it's the thing with our brief as well like our kit is like people's kit are like wildly different because they've all got the different um yeah it's yeah. the ha- it's the colors isn't it the yeah. colors yeah yeah but somehow like and we've all got our own stuff going on and everyone everyone has especially playing through like the night errant brief of like we mm. were looking to join a house as nobles and you speak to all the different noble houses and you get obviously out of character you make friends with them as well but in character they've all got their own opinions on the other houses and how things should be done you go to the next house and they have their opinions uh so i think for think for bring it right around to my point but i think for dawn it it seems to it seems to work not having that big moment of like oh yeah everyone come round, you know because it sounds like the moot is is very much like a part of the wintermark brief or from what you've described anyway i would say to a degree like i think especially like even the chant you know three people one nation that's very unity binding you know like and it is like i've i don't think i'm gonna get bored of that chant like to have everyone in unison like that rumble in your chest when you hear that chant like it is i wouldn't say like it's part of the brief but i definitely think wintermark is very like a unity you know i think like personal like i think toddy's opinion is like more could be done to be more of a unified like people at anvil like you know the chance great but you know the halls don't help each other out that much you know like like as far as i know like i mean um hearst hall um are actually like so i'm gonna sound a bit of a hypocrite here because hearst hall have actually helped new osland out Mm -hmm. so new osland is the hall that i'm with um which are great hall um they're newcomer they're newcomer friendly as well um but 
Yeah, so Hurst Hall, um, I approached Bron, who is played by Smith. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I was like, uh, I want to like open a shop. And Bron at, I think it was the same event when I done my speech, was uh, he also done a speech saying like, Hurst Hall are very wealthy. We want to help Wintermark out because we've helped other nations. We want to do more for Wintermark. So I was like, okay, I want to start my own potion shop. You know, I need funding for that because... I've only got like 20 herbs to my name right now. Mm. So, mm. but yeah, like unity is a big thing within like Wintermark, I would say. Yeah. But I just think. How, how do the, how do the halls work? Because uh, for, a, for a lot of the nations, they're like family units. What's mm. the, what's the law behind your like, because obviously the halls are like groups. So for us, it's mm. like our houses, which are yeah. technically for like nobles as our family. And then we have the old folk that work in, in the house. What's, what's the law um, behind the halls? So, like, with the halls, as far as I know, it's just, I think some, to a degree, it can be family members or, like, marriages and stuff like that can be started that way. But I think it's also a matter of, like, people in Wintermark will be travelling around and they'll stay with a hall. So, my character is currently staying between the borders of Hanmark and, I think it's Calavisa, uh, with New Osland because that's where we've settled. So, I stay with them. That's, you know, so, um, but, yeah. That's sort of how it is for the halls. Yeah. Can be family, can be like friends, can be new people to Anvil will just join yeah. halls. Yeah. Is is there is there a process of like join joining joining a group like in mm. character? Because for us we do like our tests and things like that. Yeah. Is there a is there any kind of Because I know for like I think I think the Navari have it as well. Like in their stridings and that they go mm. through a ceremony usually made up by the, the whatever striding it is. Mm. So I think it's different for each hall. For what happened to me was like, um, came to E1, first time in Anvil. I got to know everyone in the hall. Um, you know, like was talking about would it would would I fit in this hall? You know, would could yeah. I benefit them? You know, stuff like that. And then, um, uh, I think it was E2. I swore the oath, so there's like a written thing that you recite, and you like have a, have a drink to like toast that you're joining the hall and stuff like that. So yeah, that's the process that I went through. Mm-hmm. I that's think really cool. it's I like that. yeah, yeah. So like, I I don't drink, so so I was like <laughs> apple juice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, our, yeah. Our, our, we talk about drinking in Wintermark. Our our first experience. The only in fact, I think that's the only time I ever actually went and spent mm. a good amount of time in Wintermark. Robin was the E one, and we were like, oh, let's try and do a tour of the. The nations because we don't have anything to do. We got like, to win. Oh we got to win. <laughs> but we went to that. What's what's the what's the plate? You 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 go oh, in. You turn. Dark you turn left. Oh. And it's a, it's a actual it's an actual building and it was it was yeah it was very dark it was very is atmospheric. It, is it a green tent? It's like dark green yes. tent. Yes. I yes. think that's the artisan arms. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's um, it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, was, like. It was yeah. fun. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. Uh, yeah. Wintermarkers know how to drink. Yeah. That yeah. I will say that. Yeah, we kind of went in, had had, had our rail, had our rail, and there were people sitting there. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is uh, mm. this is this is, this is atmospheric. Uh, I've seen uh, in your previous <laughs> recordings where you've been like, yeah, we went in as night errands. I'm like, that's quite cool. Like, I yeah. wonder what other people's opinions are of that. Like, yeah, the night errands. Because I didn't know you could do that. I thought you had to start as yo folk. Nope. Wow, that's quite cool. Yeah. So can you also choose to just go in as a noble then yeah. as well? Yeah. Wow, you, you, really? You no, know, you can go in as an, as, as an earl of a house. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Because isn't that what Mark Humes, because he's playing um, 
I did watch the stream. He's playing. Uh, I can't remember her name. Oh yeah, Enchantress Morrigan. Like yeah, no, yeah. like she's the Earl of the house. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, basically people come in and but obviously a lot comes with that. So I'm assuming like mm. the um the Thanes would be. Yeah, the equivalent right of an earl. Yeah, so the thane is basically the person that runs the hall. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So like a lot comes with, uh, being yeah a lot a lot will come with being an earl because you could just go right, I'm just going to be an earl, but then obviously you you then go right okay well I'm I'm in charge of a lot of stuff so that's a lot of role play responsibilities being yeah. being an earl so like it's like going well, you don't have to go to earl's council but it's like oh yeah if I want to grow my house or if you know I'm I've, I've basically you know I. And especially if you're a noble, you get a vote, you know, for, for mm. uh, senators and things like that. So, uh, yeah. yeah, you can just go in as, oh, yeah, I'm in charge of this house. And that's actually quite cool. Yeah, yeah, especially if you've got a lot of people. And then you, you can go in as, yeah, uh, a knight errant. Uh, we went in um, looking for tests. Um, mm -hmm. But obviously, if you've, if you've organized beforehand, you can go in at any stage. You can go in from yo folk to knight yeah. errant looking for a test. And knight errant that's got a test. Knight errant that's just just at the end of their test so mm. it's 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 all about yeah. what fun you want to have on the mm. on the field um that's that's, that's quite cool because yeah. i know like yeah i do I, I will say i do like how every nation has their own sort of like sort of things like that i don't know what it would be classed as but like how you know how you can either be yo folk or you know and do that i think that's quite cool like in wintermark we don't really have that i think it's really like there's distinct differences between everyone. So you've got like the mystics, the storm crows, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. Well, that's like, our... yeah. Cause obviously like the knight errant is a, is an archetype, but oh, like, right. but like noble and yo folk aren't archetypes. If you know what I mean? I, I, don't, yeah. know, I don't know. If They're more works. like positions, ain't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, uh, <sighs> Yeah, it's it's the yeah the the knight the knight errant is a um, archetype, but obviously anybody who is transitioning from yo folk to <clears throat> noble mm. is a knight errant. Uh, funnily enough, it's uh, depending on depending on who you speak to, because like in character, people have different opinions on this. But I was gonna say yeah. To, to the wiki, um, by the word of the wiki, if you are a yo folk and you have decided, I want to be a noble, then you are. A knight errant and you can be called right. sir then you know so you are mm. you are that's it's literally just your decision uh right, to be okay. one um some people will uh some dornish characters will be like oh no you need to have a test before you can uh be be sir or be known mm -hmm. as known as a knight errant and then we have um also we have i don't know i don't know whether wintermark um, I know we're technically on a break, but I'm probably going to add all this into the podcast. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, sure. so audience, Robin, Robin's trying to do a little bit of admin <laughs> while we're while we're doing this, but this is actually it started. We've got it all now. You, we've got it all. We've got it all now. It's all good. Yeah. So we can we can push. Well, are, have you got a have you got a hard time out, Liam? Because I know we've faffed about a little bit uh, there. Have you got a hard time out that you need to leave? No, or? I'm good. I can carry on. Cool. I'm yeah, good. we'll 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 carry on for a. Uh, what time are we on now? Going on for another 20, 20 minutes, twenty five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. yeah so I, I don't know how uh, Wintermark works because we've got we have our two different groups in Dawn are the houses, noble houses, and the knightly orders. So mm, if you're okay. like if you're a noble and you want to carry on doing the the knight thing and you don't really want to be part of the house, you can be a, a questing knight. So what's the, do you have different groups in Wintermark uh -huh. or is it is it just the Not not really it's halls. just the halls just yeah the it's halls, just the yeah. halls um 
yeah, I think like so my thing again coming back to I my bit of game that I wanted to chase as well, which I never thought I was gonna get into because was the um was the beast hunter type thing. So that like sounds fun. part yeah, part <laughs> yeah, of my, what is yeah. what is that? <laughs> so part of my backstory was like um not only did Toddy like really have an interest in like potions, but he always, he does also have an interest in the beasts and the animals of the Empire. And like um he is a bit like so I'm leaning more towards like going on my character being sort of a bit of a scavenger slash like I want to say archaeologist. Um like so I I'm non com, but mm-hmm. my weapon I've got a she I've got like a dagger on my leg, which is a bone dagger. And in character, like when when I'm like like I I use I sit there like I'm a cool guy and I'm like picking my fingernails with yeah. this dagger and I'm like, oh I carved that out of an antler that I found from like from an elk or something, and um, one of my um, one of my kit upgrades, mm-hmm. um, which I don't mind talking about because I'm hopefully gonna get it done by anyone, is um, gonna be a massive dragon skull. Nice. Um, on my shoulder and I'm basically I've got to fill it out um, I might be able to get it for you if you'd want to see it oh yeah 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 Ooh, okay, definitely. yeah go um, grab it let's see it surprise when you open the cupboard <laughs> right, so I do have to I do have to fill this in I do have to fill this in and make it a bit more rigid. So the plan is to put it on my shoulder, have a pauldron on my shoulder. And the thing is that I'm basically going to say, because I found out the drakes do exist. Drakes Uh and dragons do exist. Yeah, They're mostly in the magical realms, but I'm going to do it as a thing of like, my character found an H, like an old, like cemetery, sort of like dead body. Mm -hmm. So this is basically what it is. And it is a mask, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make it look like. Oh, nice! Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. nice. So that's like when it's close up, you can see that it's very like fake. <laughs> but when you're far away, ah, put a bit of weathering on it. Yeah. 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 Just weather it up. It'll be fine. But I'm gonna have it on my shoulder on a pauldron. Yeah. And the like good thing that. about that, it's very LARP safe as well because it's oh, 100. Yeah. Um, I was looking at other ones on Etsy, and they were like. Uh, I think it was one from Fallout, one of the, I think a Deathclaw from Fallout. Mm. And it was like a resin print. And I'm like, that's going to be super heavy. Um, yeah. And and it was like 200 quid. And I'm like, oh, I've spent a lot of money on LARP stuff. But like, I, I was like, can I find cheap alternatives? Found that on Amazon for like 30 quid. Yeah. Too right. <laughs> so I was like, let me just use, because I used to do cosplay a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I know both of you have done cosplay. Yeah. So, and I'm also like, have seen the new leather work that you've been doing on TikTok, Robin, and it's great. <laughs> I'm so, je- I want to get into leather working. Oh, leather working um, is great the, fun. <laughs> the, the basics of leather working is very easy. Um, mm. I hope I don't, I hope I don't annoy people. <laughs> people are like, oh, I don't find it easy, but no, I like the, the, the very, the basics of leather working is very easy. It's just, uh, the, the there is an economic kind of, um, like uh, kind of buy-in if you like for yeah. for it like if you've got the tools and obviously leather is not cheap either mm-hmm. so but it is it is such but the reason is because it's such good material to work with you know yeah. like i've worked with metal uh 
pretty much any type of fabrication you can think of. I've mm. I've I've tried metal, clay, yeah, cool, uh, yeah. wood, and all sorts. Like leather is so easy to work with because it looks good usually no matter what you do to it you know yeah. um i like 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 those videos that i am like when i'm i'm, I'm working away on them and everything I, I, I don't worry too much if i make a mistake if i slightly bevel slightly the wrong direction or something because first of all leather is a bit more forgiven than i think people realize you just, oh, especially right. just like early on if you damp it and you 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 can literally just rub out your mistakes and it mm. works but even if you end up with the wrong sort of indentations and bits, it can add to the effect, especially in LARP. And it can just yeah. give it that real, like, organic and rustic look. Yeah. That's why I love it. Like, weathering <laughs> is, like, huge as well. Like, that's what I found out through doing, like, cosplay. Um, I only done, like, a few. So I've done, um, I could probably send you pictures. I've done yeah. a few, like, anime um anime costumes mm. i done um i done a lot of joker so i had a jumpsuit that i made an orange jumpsuit that i put like arkham asylum on my back nice, yeah. Yeah. and i had um a joker mask that was taken from death of death of the family oh yeah the, oh the what the one where it's all mm, like yes. he's like, been taken so, off and it's now yeah. stapled back yeah, yeah. so i ha so yeah. i had that mask and i used to walk around with a wooden bat until like i got to comic-con and police were like that's an actual weapon yeah my first harley cosplay i took a wooden bat <laughs> right. i just painted it I, yeah. I didn't know anything about about it being large mine safe. is actually Mine's actually one sec. I can show mine you. Mine is now. here. My, I, have, I have mine as well. <laughs> oh, let's compare. Let's compare bats. Why not? <laughs> oh, see, yeah. See, this is how you know, yeah, that I was a very like, I was a very basic cosplayer because mine. I've had like this. This is so old. Like this is years old. So it's. <laughs> this is mine. I went with the red and black. <laughs> I went with the paint. I went with the acrylic paint, and it just wore off. Yeah, yeah so, this is this is paint. This is yeah, just acrylic paint. It's <laughs> I did I see you know my issue was is that I didn't prime this or I didn't do anything. I was just like, cool, I'm just gonna paint it. And you can see like how wonky it is as well, because it was my it's like my first <laughs> thing that I was doing as a cosplayer. The final thing that I done as a cosplayer, which I will definitely send you photos for because I yeah. am proud of it, was <laughs> I done a male version, Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. who had uh, the concept was he had escaped Arkham so again it was a bit of a jumpsuit I had uh, I made a custom mallet and um, like a huge Harley Quinn mallet yeah um and it was the best day of my life because when I went to Comic-Con and I like this is why I made it I met Amanda Connor and Jimmy Paul Varsi who are the uh -huh, yeah, the yeah. writers for the and they and Amanda went to me and she assumed she's like that hammer's amazing I can sign that for you and I'm like yes do yes. it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll send you photos for that because I'm so proud of that. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. I had no, like we've... um had like the diamonds. I had like a red and black diamond going over my eyes as well. So, <laughs> uh, we've had a lot of fun with like Harley Joker things over the years. Um. I think like I I love that kind of like the, the gender bend sort of sort of yeah. Harley. I hear that's so yeah. cool. We did a, um we did a mashup between um star wars and dc where i did Ooh. a princess leia harley oh that's and, cool yeah and oliver did a boba fett joker yeah the joker all fett. right that actually sounds so yeah that <laughs> the, sounds joker. So... The, the, the pictures will be somewhere <laughs> that was a long time ago yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they, no, they, they were they were fun ones. Mm. Oh, remember when cosplay was fun? Can't afford to do cosplay now because we're into LARP. <laughs> yeah, LARP. Do you know what LARP is? Actually, cosplay was one of those ones where I got into it and I was like, okay, I've got EVA foam. I'm making my costumes. I'm mm. doing all this, and it's like, yeah, it's great. But I'm only going to really wear the costumes once or twice because I can only afford to get to Comic Con London. Because <laughs> like, I can't go Manchester or anything. And then like LARP happened, and I got into LARP. I'm like. I think like my costume alone, like the 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 alchemist uh, arsenal I was telling you about, was about two hundred and something. Yeah, because yeah. it was yeah. so custom. And like when I first found out about Empire, it was Mark Humes's first video of three men go larping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was in college at the time, and I was like, okay, well I'm not working. I'm basically living off like eighty quid a month. I can't afford this right now. <laughs> It's, so. it's 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 difficult because obviously we we try to um we tr- we try to put LARP and Empire specifically because that's what we mm. talk about mostly yeah. as like accessible so financially accessible as as well yeah. for people and it, it definitely can be right it's yeah. definitely yeah. uh you know you, you definitely can do it on a budget you don't need a lot of stuff but unfortunately the truth is it is one of those hobbies that you do when you get into it and you will love it yeah. and you want to spend that that That's amount true. of money um it's it's very easy to mm. i think i think robin and i i mean our kits currently are probably like a grand each we're going to be, I'm going to be very Jeez, transparent yeah, yeah like yeah. easily yeah. like it's easily it's it, my, because, my like, chain mail alone is have you got that aluminium chain mail is it that proper because so oliver's got aluminium right. now i have ring mesh oh, which right, is like okay. the butcher mail the stuff right. that looks all like mithril. Yeah. Oh, okay. That yeah. was, yeah, it was very expensive, but mm. I don't regret it at all. I can wear that all day, every day at an event and never have to remove it. It's that nice That's good. and light. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Plus it's, 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 meant, it's, it's real, it's meant to be like real life armor. So it fits underneath like a t-shirt if I wanted That's to do cool. that. Yeah, so good. it's quite nice and it's, it doesn't snag on your skin. So it's quite good, mm. especially because I wear like, dresses and things like that um that it doesn't actually snag or pull anything yeah so that's great it, it's worth it i'm gonna keep keep saying it's definitely worth it, oh, it's definitely worth it. <laughs> yeah i think like some like when you're new when you're new to empire you come into the field for the first event and you look at people's kit and you go oh, i need to get there and you don't think of like the steps like your kit can be very much aspirational like yeah. i i was just lucky that what well, the 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 con to uh, wanting to start in 2019 was COVID. The mm. pro was I had a lot of time to narrow down my kit and get advice from my <laughs> kit. Um, I would say, like, I agree with you, Oliver. There's definitely, um, you can do it cheap. I would say there is a few things where you don't want to go cheap on. Specifically, like, my things would be, like, if you're camping OC, get a decent tent. Also invest in some good boots, um because like i'm not saying spend like hundreds on a pair of hiking boots like i did that but that's because i've got dyspraxia so i look i i should have a t-shirt when i'm at, when i'm at anvil saying i'm not drunk i'm dyspraxic because i'm walking around stumbling all over the place <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah like good pair of boots a good tent and a good sleeping bag because if you don't have at least those three you're gonna have a bad event yeah. in yeah. my opinion yeah yeah um, exactly yeah. yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's we, we we were we were lucky a little bit because we have done a little bit of cosplay. I mean, that that's mm. the one thing about LARP kit in in general terms, it's going to last 
a long yeah. time. Like all my cosplay stuff, after you've done a few cons, it was just being chucked out because it was just made of foam uh, and thermoplastic and taking yeah. up space. Uh, but you know, I'm like looking at Robin's like leather armor here. Like, there's you know, the other good thing about leather the older it gets the better it looks as well so mm. like i mean that that thing will be that she's made it this year and that that'll be here in like 20 years time and it'll look great yeah. you know so it's it's and same with the chain mail and a lot of the soft kit as well is going to last you a long time so if you yeah. do this is the type of hobby if you do buy into it um and you do maybe like go oh i want to like trade you mentioned dash shop earlier um yeah like you can go and just like trade uh trade things you there's always people looking for kit mm. um that's that's the attitude we actually had when we were like oh you know what we're, we're going all in on this new hobby that we're doing so we bought like a bell tent right and oh, yes. wow. okay. that, yeah. yeah that's a big one yeah, yeah but and yeah it's a big expense um but we want it we don't do anything by halves so we were like we get a bell tent and you know what it's saying if we run out of money we can live in it <laughs> we can live in it exactly we have considered it by the way uh because because the bell tent is bell tent is awesome but our thought was yeah. with the bell tent is another one of those pieces that you just like I can get rid of it very easily. You know, it's not as if mm. it's like, oh, I, I bought this now. It's now I've just, you know spent four hundred quid on yeah. uh, something, and I've just got to throw it away now. No, it's like, yeah, if, if we if we tomorrow went, oh yeah, we're not into LARPing anymore. We we'd be able to sell. It's a pretty much yeah, used, so much market. For yeah, that. It be, it's been used four times at this point, so yeah. it's like just you know we can get get rid of it easily. I find like tents tents for for like even though it's camping or it's LARP it can be very hit or miss. So for example. My tent is very much overkill. Some a lot of people tell me my tent is overkill. It's uh, it's OC. Mm -hmm. It's a blue TP tent, and it's a six man just for me. <laughs> um, I, I can get behind that. Yeah, I do take <laughs> like my I take a duffel bag, like a huge duffel bag, because I like I have tables in my tent. I have like fans in it because I'm a big guy. Like I sweat, <laughs> so I'm like I need fans and like. I'm very much borderline like glamping at this rate. We're but... we're hundred percent glamping. <laughs> we are hundred percent. We, we bring yeah. a bed frame. Yeah, we bring a bed frame and everything. So like... that's one thing I haven't been lucky with. Like, I um, yeah, I need to get better with my sleeping arrangement because like the last event I had, I I got a new one of those like prop up collapsible tents. And it was like, oh, it can hold up to, like, I think it was, like, 27 stone. And I'm like, okay, cool, because I'm only 19 stone, so this should be, this should hold my weight. And luckily, I did have that bed, even though it broke, um, so it didn't hold the weight. But luckily, I did have that um, bed, because that was the event when it rained. And my tent started taking on water, so I had yeah. to put everything on the bed. Yeah. Oh, no. I, yeah, I've got to admit, we, we felt a little bit kind of like bougie, really, because like I said, we mm. have a bed frame and some people's like complaints are usually like, we're like, oh, yeah, this is this is great. And sometimes people will be like, oh, you know, my, my mattress deflated during the night or when it rained yeah, at E4. Like yeah. it was like a couple of hours before timing, wasn't it? And it like the heavens opened, didn't it? And then we were yeah. like, oh, this is this is actually quite nice. You know, we were like underneath our awning, like, oh, wow, the first bit of rain we've ever experienced. And then some poor people were like, yep, yeah, my tent completely flooded. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, because there's I no had, seal. Um, yeah. So I've, I literally like last week went and resealed my whole tent because that tent, I got that tent for, I want to say 60 quid and it has bug nets vents and windows and i was like okay that's a good deal i know like i used to i used to be a cadet so i know like 
and my mate does Duke of Edinburgh, so I'm like, okay, yeah. I know a good deal when I see it. I checked uh, a few, like, last week when I was looking at, like, tents online. That same tent is now going for 180 quid because they know how good that tent is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that E4, I was uh, I was getting ready to get in character, and then I think it was only, like, 20 or 40 minutes before in character when it yeah. started. And I was, like, texting Cat who's my thing i'm like hope everyone's okay um and you're ready for timing i'm gonna be a bit late because my tent's taking on water and then all of a sudden like i'm caught i'm i, I caught i can't remember who i called i called someone i'm like i don't know what to do my tent my tent's taking on water they're like what am i gonna do i'm miles away and i'm like i don't know i'm just nervous <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah all of a sudden steve comes along is like get out here Liam. we're here to help you i'm like yes, yes. Oh, nice. so basically what <laughs> happened was yeah yeah steve's great cat um cat basically told steve um like i well as far as i know um told him what had happened and he came with like i think it was a ref or one of his mates and they came with like duct tape and were like just duct tape it up put everything on high ground i'm like okay so like they basically saved me because my my tent was like taking on a lot of water so yeah yeah i, th I think i think the only issue we've again it's, it sounds a little bit bougie because we're like Oh yeah, we bring a bed frame, but honestly, like I would not not bring it at this point because just really? being off the ground makes the well, world like, of difference. The, the just... reason we went for that was because so we had like because I I was like all right, what are we going to do sleeping arrangement wise? And we're looking at mm. sleeping bags and things like that. And um, I was like, well, we have like like a, a day bed in the house which has two really thin mattresses on it. All right. I thought, okay. well, we've already. We own those. They're in our house. Why don't we use them? And then I was like, I don't want, if those get damaged, that's going to be a nightmare. So we can't have mm. those on the floor. And I think it was for like, I think, I think for roughly 60 quid on Amazon. It's a double metal bed frame okay. that pulls apart into two singles or wow. you can screw them together. So we screw them together into like a double. Yeah. Put the mattresses on top of that. And the the best thing with it, obviously, if there was a leak in the tent and mm. the ground was covered, it would be a bit of a nightmare. But the yeah. best thing is that it creates a huge, like, storage area yeah. where yeah. I, I just push everything out. Yeah, I've, I've seen on I've seen on the TikTok you have like this divide and then like everything behind it. I'm like, yeah. that's such a good setup. Um, yeah, I was that's thinking of putting setup. like a curtain on that next time because yeah, like that divide that's like, a clothes mm. rail. For, oh, yeah, because yeah. I was like, what if it rains and our kit gets soaked through? It's not going to dry if it's just lying mm. down on the ground. So let's get something to hang it. And I'm like, oh, if I put a curtain over that, I can make our tent a real IC space yeah, for people to yeah. come into. You might and, be able to yeah. get like something that could like screw on to both ends and like prop out. That might be a shout. That then you work. could cut. Then you could close off that whole back section for yeah. specifically OC. Because because mm. the, the way things are going as well yeah. with the um because I think that they're just getting conscious of I don't think it's as bad as people are making out currently with the camping space, but I think mm. I think they are <laughs> noticing that it could become an issue. I think I think dawn, dawn specifically isn't bad at all. There's like pe people sometimes panic about like the the space in dawn, and then the, we've got mm. like about five acres around the outside of dawn. I'm just like, why were we worried about space? It's just the, yeah. the, the main real estate for us is maybe like Glory Square and then the accessibility routes. Mm. But anyway, the, the the way things are going in 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 the camps is that they kind of want in character tents to have not a purpose, but you know, they don't want a 
you know, hundreds of just sleeping tents there yeah, in character. Yeah. Uh, so, and really we're, we're, we're positioned. We've got like, we do our like coffee thing in, uh, in the mornings up at, um, up at dawn. But, uh, you know, I would like, I would like for our tent to become uh, an in-character mm. thing. Uh, especially yeah, it if... became, it became a bit of a kid's club at E3 and E4. Quite fun. <laughs> well, yeah, it's kids club. I was thinking more about like if we got like some sort of like important hats or something like that, and then we could uh, oh, have people. Dawn have... Kids Club. Yeah, have people... <laughs> Dawn Kids Club. <laughs> There'd definitely be a market for that. Yeah, but like have All it as... my little boats. Yeah, have oh. it like a little um, have his little uh, role play area. In fact, like we had uh, uh, Dave who plays Mercy, right? Like he's mm. his his in character. That what I'm thinking is something like the his kind of setup. So he's got he's got a. Uh, smallish tent but uh he's is very much where he stays but he uses it when i did a bit of role play with him he very much uses the space as a role play space <laughs> so it's like yeah, oh yeah come into the cool. tent have a drink have a sit down blah 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 even though it's not huge you know you don't i don't think you have to have a massive in character tent you know huge great yeah. marquees to have it as an in character space you can totally be like oh i'm going to be doing this ritual but we're doing it in the tent or whatever mm. or i'm you know i have this hat this is where i talk to people one-on-one -on -one, so i kind of see like the i kind of see like the pro and the con to like both of them because like i know pd were talking saying that you know with the influx of players you know they might need to like extend the field which i mean that would be great but at the same time like i'm thinking about what it's like to go get my pack from all the way from Wintermar, and you're probably the same because you're right next to Wintermar. Yeah. Going yeah. to going to God to get your pack can take ages, and like the line's not short either. So like I can see the pros and cons. Like I think they said, what was it? If they extend the field, it'll be an extra fifty percent of Anvil, which is huge. That's a big space. But at the same time, I can see why people were saying like I don't want to travel that extra length. Yeah. But I yeah. think if PD can't buy the site, which obviously they can't because it's farmland, then eventually they're either, I put my personal opinion, I think they're either going to have to extend it or they're going to have to probably put a cap on tickets. Yeah, it's, well, that's the thing with them. Uh, they would definitely have to put a, cam a cap on like, oh, who's camping in character oh, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. things like that. I don't, I don't think they're at the... Uh, from what from what we got from like when we spoke to Matt, like I don't mm. think he, I don't think he's he's very much like, oh yeah, more is like he's definitely not going. No, we don't want any more. I, oh, think, right. I think the growth yeah, okay. is the amount. I think they're, ex I think they want to accept if they basically if they have the same amount of growth this year as they had last year, which they're mm. not expecting, but they're they're going to be very happy, you know, which yeah. was a big a big uptick. What they're thinking is that oh yeah, how what at what I don't think I think they're just being overly cautious, you know. Yeah. Um. I know. Uh. We actually spoke about it in the break when they we were talking about the, uh, the when they put in uh, that they were going to change the rules on like dropping mm. things off. I think. Oh yeah. I think yeah, and there, there was a little bit of um. There was a little bit of pushback on that, but I think it's I think it's PD just being cautious uh, yeah. that oh yeah we don't want this to get to a stage where it's just going to be absolute pandemonium because yeah, at the minute yeah. it seems to be working yeah it's busy. Um, That's the thing like we're used to like doing it in dawn and obviously like when we're setting up and stuff we're not in other nations so it's like. I don't know what it's like in other That's nations true. when it comes yeah. to getting everything mm. set up. Yeah. In Dawn, the Glory Square is the perfect shape for a car park. And we we everybody parks their cars like a car okay. park. Yeah. And it works. Everyone helps each other, it gets set up, and we're great. But obviously, 
I feel like they can't like put a thing out and be like, okay, so this is the new drop-off rules, but um, this doesn't include uh, winter mark and dawn because they've got a nice big space. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. That, that would get a bit bit muddied there, wouldn't it? Because mm. <laughs> I imagine it must be quite, it must get quite hectic over by like the marches in Varushka because like marches like behind Varushka. Mm. So it must, I, I don't know, it must be a little bit more tricky with all the vehicles out that way, you know, especially if people... And also it's like one way as well, isn't it? So you've got a coming, yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I, th- I think, I think because I've been, I, I kind of grew up around like going to agricultural shows and things like that, where you have okay. like multitudes of more people uh, mm. trying to get on and off a field with large vehicles and animals and things like that. Yeah. Like yeah. when I go to Anvil and the the the, the um, setup and takedown seems very like smooth to me. <laughs> it's, well, just, it's, it, it's very smooth. Yeah, I'm like, like they're like, oh yeah, we need to we want to make sure we don't have problems. And I'm just yeah. like, this seems pretty good to me, to be honest. <laughs> I mean like and also like the cleanliness. Like mm. I I haven't been to any festivals, but I've mates that have like go to music festivals and stuff like that. And they say like people leaving music festivals, like it's terrible. But then you get to LARP and it's like people have got rubbish bags like they're putting them in the skip you know oh like Best- seriously like when um when we first started like getting into this and everything so my mom has quite a bit of land and she's mm. got a really good setup and i'm like that would be perfect for a player event yeah but when we first got into it, i was like yeah but you know i don't want to like take a lot of people there and there'll be rubbishy stuff around that yeah. might not be yeah. too fair on her now that i've been to empire for a full year i'm like they'll probably be cleaner than when we arrived you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So you you, met, you mentioned earlier that you're non-com and you came like solo. Was was that was that something you were worried about coming into the game? And I asked that because a lot of people that we like give the the empire pitch to, our mm. friends, and like, oh, you should come, you should try LARP, try LARP. And the thing they say usually most of them will say, oh, I don't think I could do the fighting. I don't. Think I do. And and they initially think, oh. From what well people how people describe it, they think, oh, if I can't do the fight, I can't do anything. Is that is that was that something you were like, oh yeah, you know, if I go, you know, is it going to be odd if I don't do the fight, or if, mm. am I going to have enough to do? Or so annoyingly, I really wanted to do the combat. Um, at first, when I made my character, I was like, oh, do I have to take combat skills? I knew that I wouldn't be able to because of my knee. I've got soft tissue damage, so. <laughs> Like when it's too cold or when I've been walking around a lot, I need to, I can't, like, it's like, um, I just can't. So I did want to do the combat because, you know, like I can just imagine like from my job at Secret Cinema, the immersion would be insane Like to go. And I know you've spoke about it, both of you have spoke about yourself when you're going up against like a line of orcs and stuff. I'm like, that would blow my mind. Like that's something I'd want to do. But like, just because of my injuries, I just can't um so that's why i've had to try and find my own game away from you know the combat although yeah i do i did monster once yeah um i do recommend anyone that is and i think you've echoed the same thing anyone that is not going to take combat at least try monster one time if you can yeah um just so you can get an idea for it um it was a great monstering i played a uh, i've played an orc slave to a druge and I was a healer. Um, I 
quickly got out of the forest because the uneven ground was like insane and my knee was going I'm like I can't be here and uh, luckily when I was thinking that I got shot with an arrow so I was like <laughs> cool right and then went down to the floor got executed and a ref like leans over me and was like just so you know there's a bunch of people about to come through you're gonna get trampled I'm like yep I'm up I'm gone <laughs> so um but yeah I think yeah, I wanted to do the combat, but just because my injuries, I couldn't. But yeah, I would yeah. say if you can monster, give it a go. Give it a go. Um, but do, do, do you find that there was enough game for you to sink your teeth into without oh, 100%. being able to do the combat? Because that's, yeah. that's I think that's the thing. I don't think it's the, the concern, but when we describe it to our friends and you're like, oh, yeah, you should come along, you should come along, mm. uh, they go, oh, I don't know if I could do the fighting. And then it, yeah. it's sometimes difficult to be like, I feel like I am feel like you're overselling it. You're like, oh, you don't have to do the yeah. fighting. You can do this, yeah. you do this, you do this. So it's <laughs> a concern that a lot of people have. I think like also like when, when you're at Anvil and you see the amount of people, you know, they're going to battle, they're walking along the main roads and they're doing their chants like Navarre and, you know, Windsmark and all that. And you're like, it's such a big part of the game, but then when you sit and you take a step back and you go, okay, there's traders walking around, they're trading their wares, there's senators going to do politics, that, you know, there's people going to Conclave, and you think, like, you take a step back and you really have to, like, go, there's a lot of game for everyone, even if you don't want to get into, you know, fighting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but on the surface, when you look at it, that's fighting is what people, like, see the most of, I yeah. think. It's because it's the, I guess it's because it's like the adrenaline-filled, exciting action shot of, mm. of even though there's no, fit, you know what I mean? Like the, when you're describing, yeah. if I'm describing LARP to someone, usually like just like the, the teaser trailer would be the battle, you know, that's what yeah, the, the Empire yeah. teaser trailer would be, you know, like yeah. the teaser trailer. In fact, I think Empire have literally done a teaser trailer where they've they got, have, yeah. where they've the got, battle. yeah, they've got all the, na like someone representative yeah. of each nation fighting barbarians. Mm. So yeah, that would be the, the, the teaser trailer, you know, but it's a bit like, it's a bit like, you know, Game of Thrones when Game of Thrones was good, like the first few seasons. It's like, <laughs> it's like you, yeah. if, if you were like, you know selling it to someone through a teaser trailer you would like show the show the battles and you would show mm. the dragons and things like that but oh, that's not the best part of that show oh. it was the oh. it's the dialogue you know and when yeah. the writing was good uh it was the it was the, it was the, it was the dialogue and uh, <laughs> yeah. what was going on that's the best part of of uh, the battles are awesome um yeah. but you're even even for us like who fight quite often uh, I know there are people that literally will skirmish all weekend, uh, but yeah. we we fight uh, we we fight one day monster the other, and we mm -hmm. will usually go on a skirmish and we'll fight in the glory square quite a lot, um, sparring mm -hmm. in tournaments things like that. Yeah. It's still quite a small percentage of our weekend, you know, time wise. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's personally it's my favorite bit so it's the bit that i spent most of the time thinking about and looking forward to but like i already said it is such a small part of the weekend like yeah it's a couple of hours it's done i've justified the amount of beer i'm going to drink after it after running around <laughs> for yeah. two and a bit hours yeah. and then it's like oh well it's done now now what? Mm. and then the my main game isn't actually the combat even though i keep saying oh i'm i'm combat my main game is combat mm. not really because it's such a like 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 you just said a small sort of sort of part of it unless you go in lots and lots of skirmishes which i kind of like my character 
Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it was scary to do yeah. so. Well, that, that's one thing. If you're a non-com, your character because Anvil is like a safe zone, so yeah. it pretty much is. I know bad things can happen, but really, uh, it's, it's, safe a, it's a safe it's zone. Avoid the Reaper. It's fine. So if you don't go to if you don't go and do combat, your your character is almost immortal. Really. I mean, you know? that's another th- that's another reason why I didn't want to take combat because I know like people get really attached to their characters, and I'm like. I'm really attached to Toddy already. I'm like, okay, I can't do battle because if I die, I'm. Just... I've spent so much money on my kit, and like, <laughs> and I know people probably feel the same. Like, I've spent so much money on kit. I've invested so much. Yeah. I think, I think it is really good that there is so many different parts of the game for each person. You can, um, who is it? Someone, um, someone. I think it's someone that knows Rick from Rick Van Man. Mm-hmm said that it, uh, empire i think it was holly actually said that empire is very much a buffet where you can take what you want to take from it and i yeah. would 100 percent agree with that because where someone might be walking along the road going like i'm going to battle i'm going to fight the rouge or i'm going to fight the thule or something you know there's someone on the side of the road and they're like playing a flute and they're like i'm a bard you know so everyone has their own bit of game which i think is so good with empire yeah. That's what like that's what in character in world makes the game so good as well oh, yeah. is because I think we t- talked about this in the previous episode. It's not just a oh we're going out paintballing or whatever and then you, mm. you do the you do the fight and then you come back to the hub and we will have a coffee and a cake and go oh that was fun. No, that you get everything. You get the build up. You get you go you go out. You do the thing. You come mm. back and there's healers and there's bards and there's oh, uh, there's, the, there's like... the generals that are pissed off that something went wrong <laughs> yeah. and there's people yeah. uh, as you're going through camp you're like oh no you know. Oh, we have to go through the brass coast now you know it's, and they did not have a good time and that's what makes it that's what makes it's it coming, good coming back through the gate and seeing your like house members and friends and things and seeing their face because they are worried that you you might have died yeah. or they don't know what's going to happen and they're ready just to like you know usher you back to safety and help you and that sort of feeling is mm. incredible because it's just like it's honestly immense, like, it's, 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 oh, it's so much <laughs> yeah. i e3 um one of um someone that i know brought two of their friends and one of the people they brought wanted to get into the healing game but specifically at the hospital yeah. and i said like well i'm a potion maker i've never been to the hospital like properly and done any healing like that i only have um I think it's Chura Surgeon, which is the um that can uh, stop bleeding, so you can mm-hmm. stabilize someone. So I was like, oh, do you know what? I'll come along. I'll get into the game a little bit. And people started coming back from battle, and I remember like being there. I think it was triage they call it, like standing next to my partner, being like ready to take someone if they've come through the Sentinel Gate. And I turn around, and there's someone. Someone um has come through. They've found the person that's part of their, I think they were Dornish, so part of their house, put their hand on their shoulder, and I've I've locked eyes with them, and they're like, they've not made it back. And the person just started crying, and I'm like standing there getting emotional, because I'm like, someone in your house has just died. And I'm like, it, it just it just gets you, like, you yeah. s- the emotion gets you. Yeah. Even Because like, I didn't even know that person, I'm just like, someone you know has just died. Yeah. Like, that's terrible. Yeah, and it's it's yeah that that's something that is you do not have to be out on the battlefield to get because it's mm. uh, we're telling a story. Yeah, the fighting's fun and it's its own little kind of mini game. But yeah, it's the 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 overall game is about yeah those those little interactions. And yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. 
also also i i'm so glad last year i got to do a few bits and pieces at the hospital like role playing i got possessed yeah. and i got i got I, had, oh, I had, like, really? yeah i got possessed <laughs> i got a um a what you call traumatic wound i had i had a rib that punctured my lung <laughs> so, oh so. it was it was the way that like all the games kind of like came together because yeah i so i got possessed along with you okay. and i wasn't even that badly hurt but this was at e4 and at e3 i had made friends with them um, and Arizani, who happens to work at the hospital and this mm. Arizani saw me um down and getting pulled into the hospital and they were trying to find a space and they just came running over they grabbed me they were like no bring her in bring her into this and they took me right into the far end had this whole setup and everything i had to lay down in this bed i had a a child who was obviously learning the game holding my hand telling me that it's going to be okay and i'm just going to do some stitching and i'm like what is happening yeah (laughs) there is so much role role play to be had at the hospital like 100 percent, so much role play you can have there oh yeah it's it's just it's just another part of the game that i literally sometimes uh ashamedly like forget about sometimes and then i'm like oh yeah that's that whole side of the game like especially if we're like advising people because someone's oh yeah you know you should come try and you could do this you do monster and things like that i'm just like mm. i always forget sometimes to promote the healing side of the game you know yeah. like no, yeah. that's, that's like, a whole other part that's a whole other thing i can get into because i feel like apothecaries are seriously underrated in in anvil yeah. like yeah i Po- so potions can do so much like and there's so many different sets and things like they can do hero points they can boost rituals they can you know so and just there's not enough love for apothecaries well, it stresses I, me out yeah i well i got that sense and that's why i kind of asked you earlier whether they like, i was kind of alluding to like oh yeah do people you know do you get enough mm. role play because yeah it can be a little bit what's the word transactionable like it's it's yeah. like you know although oh here's the herbs here's the money come back with the card that says it's a potion you know i think it's yeah. whereas like healing it's like you know you have Very to personal yeah it's personal you have to yeah. you have to get and do it and uh, i think I, I i don't know yeah i i do i definitely do i definitely feel like the uh apothecaries need a little bit more mm. or would like to see more of like more actual physical um phys reps and things like that on the yeah. field yeah. of people making yeah. potions and things like I that mean, like, definitely i mean i don't mind the fact like because if you're a potion maker, then it's going to be like, I want this. I can give you this. You know, it's going to be that to a degree. But I feel like, I mean, it might just be me because Toddy is still very new. Like I've been to four, I've been to Anvil four times, you mm-hmm. know. So it could be just a matter of I need to network more. I need to get my name out there. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, I have I have seen that there, there are a lot of people that are coming into the Apothecary game. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm trying to like do a YouTube video on like on all the information and all that sort of stuff to sort of help people out. Yeah. So have you got because... a you, sorry, have you got a video coming out of that? Are you, um, are you producing that or are you have you already brought I'm, it out? I've done I've done the video. I need to redo certain parts of it because of my setup. My setup changed. <laughs> um but basically it sort of it literally covers everything. It covers the herb gardens, the rituals that can help it. Um, how much money you're making from like, you know, how much money, if you take the her- herbs that are crown each, you know, your mate, you've got like, what is it? 14 herbs every event. Um, if you, if there's one ritual called ruthless crop, no, ruthless vigilance, healthy crop, and that gives you an extra two to every herb. So you end up with 28 herbs, which is like a lot, like if yeah. you do a crown, um, 
what else it covers like fizz reps and role play so hopefully that will be coming out soon i do have to you know get used to new editing software but um, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, you, you, yeah cause you've already you've already done you've got uh have you done a couple of videos on um i've done my first year at empire mm-hmm. I do yeah. want to do a few other little videos like yeah. Fizzret, like specific like short clips and that, because I know short clips and TikToks do really well. Yeah, um, I-, I would love to see some like like yeah, like you say like short clips of your 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 kit. You did show mm. me some things before, like yeah. some videos that you'd taken before of the kit. I love to see like the sort of um the ins and outs of the apothecary setup, yeah. the process of you making things and everything, because I think that that would be really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that, that's the plans that I hope to help some people out that are getting into the game because the wiki is huge, the wiki is so big, and um, I think to have a video that basically breaks down literally everything. That yeah, is, I, t- you know. I, t- I don't know. I like I have, I have this weird relationship with the the wiki and and the yeah the the initial. It is, I guess it is a criticism from a lot of people that they will say like exactly what you just said, Liam. They would be like, the wiki's huge. It's huge. It's it's a tome. And it's just like, mm. I don't think that's actually the issue with it. I think the issue is that it is a huge load of text that's hard to navigate. Yeah. Especially, I mean, you know, there's people that play this game of all, of all ages, you know? And mm. I find like, I literally will... Uh, when the winds of war come out or the winds of fortune yeah you go to that wiki and so if someone just says to you if you're not on facebook and i just like, imagine but i've done this and people have gone oh the winds of war are out and i've literally just gone to the wikipedia and gone winds of war it does not take you to the winds of it, it takes you yeah. to a long list of dates and it's like this is difficult to navigate like yeah. like yeah. Can, can we not have uh yeah some some video and being like mm. hey and I, I I get that the um, Wikipedia is good for updating stuff. That's that's fine, especially for the lore and things like that. But things that are like quite solid, I think I think something. I think they need something like oh yeah okay well, this is how this is how yeah. you know alchemy like works. A breakdown or like exactly yeah, because if, like I agree as well. Like everyone's learning process is different as well. Like for me, I prefer audio and visual. So that's why I want to do this video is because if there's other people that don't want to scroll through the wiki and that, then hopefully my video can help them. Um, because yeah, the wiki can be very difficult to navigate. Um, and that whole learning process is different for other people, you know. Yeah. Sometimes I go through the wiki and I put on read aloud on my computer because I can just hear everything. Yeah. I'm like, cool, that helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, even when, if I'm learning a TTRPG, I do a similar thing, even though I think like a rule book is way better laid out than the wiki mm. is yeah. for Empire. And I think a lot of other LARPs are similar. Like they, they have, if it's not wiki, they have a web page and it's just like reams and reams of text, like just block being like, oh, this is the character creation, you know? But even even if it's a an RPG with quite a well-designed rule book, I'll, yeah. I'll still be like, right, what's the specific information I need? Um, yeah. unless i'm like lo- looking at running a game or something like that but if i'm being mm. a player i will literally just go to you know rpg bot or something like that who's got like ha- okay give me a good build for a bard you know what's the better like i'm playing a bard in a one shot never played a bard before what are the best spells and mm. it'll just, yeah. it just gives me and it's color-coded it's all the information is there duh, 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 duh. okay cool uh it's not really there for empire <laughs> quick and navigate yeah like easy to navigate like i'm, I'm talking about like 
tabletops and stuff. I remember like with D and D, I always used to play like a ranger, and I was like, okay, but I really don't want to have to specifically go back to the back of the player's handbook to look for the like the spells. So I remember being at Comic Con once, and it was like ranger, like a deck of spells for the ranger. And I'm like, I need that. Like I just want to open a pack and be like, cool, I know this spell. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean that, that's the kind that's the kind of thing I'm talking about with like. Uh, I, I, I would like I would like to get a ref on and and have their views on this because mm. I, I feel like oh, a yeah. I feel like a pamphlet book of just like the cool rules for something like Empire yeah because uh, enough people play it now it's it doesn't look like from when we spoke to Matt it doesn't seem like the the game is going anywhere anytime soon mm. but yeah just a just a oh yeah this is a no I'm not saying do it for free I'm saying yeah it's a rule book like if you play any game you you expect to buy the rule book uh, yeah. but you wouldn't technically it could still work without you having it but you know especially for like the refs and things like that like uh we've talked about this a couple of times in i think it was like e3 there was confusion on how strike down worked and i think a lot so many people said how it worked that the refs were saying oh this is how strike down works oh, and it right, wasn't actually yeah. correct you know uh, yeah. but no one I, I didn't know until i went back and kind of looked up on the wiki when we were yeah. talking about it on the podcast i was like wait how, how does it work and i was like oh that's not that's not what everyone was saying saying you know i think that's the that's the issue when there's like so many players and there's like there's so much saturation where some a group of people could say one thing and if a ref doesn't have the exact answer to that they may get it confused you know people make mistakes at the end of the day but i agree with you i think there should be you know like a, a a rule book or something because like empire's getting huge like what i I don't know the exact number but i know we're over three thousand players now which is big yeah um i don't even know what lt's numbers are like but i don't think it's anywhere near that to be honest yeah yeah, i think definitely refs should have something like that because that would be huge well basically Um, if if i were to go and ref i would feel a lot better if i would like oh i'm gonna volunteer to ref for for a Mm. monster thing i would feel a lot more confident because there's like if i'm running like D games or whatever game it is sometimes i'll i'll know what ruling i want to give or yeah. whatever or i think i know the rule pretty damn well but for a social interaction with my player sometimes it's better to be like okay let's, let's just get the rule this gets just get the text out so it then yeah. doesn't become a oh you're telling me and i'm telling you what it mm. is it's like no let's look at the text together this yeah. is the rule I'm good that therefore I need to enforce that uh, yeah. it's a lot easier if maybe like there's there's a question because I think they do it I, I think it's so, like if, if questions get really um complicated I think in the field people will go to God and be like okay we well, I, I don't know how this works but like mm. in the heat of the battlefield and it's just like no this person is that's not how strike down works you know and the ref can be like hang on so the ref, yeah. can, the ref can know. Oh no, no, Strikedown works like this, and then they then there might be a conflict between the ref and the player. Mm. But if the ref just goes, okay, well, let's just quickly get the rule out for Strikedown. Okay, so, yeah, nice yeah, yeah, it's dead, dead easy. Then there's no argument. It's just like, oh yeah, it says either your backside needs to be on the ground or on your stomach. You don't need to be on your back. Cool. Yeah, let's yeah. let's carry on. Um, so yeah, we're we're. Uh, we're pretty much uh, at time. Liam, do you, do you want to, take, since you've got your, uh, do you want to tell people where you can, where they can find your uh, videos? And um, Yeah, I am on YouTube as Liam T Media. Um, Instagram, I could probably send links because I'm pretty sure it's all the same. <laughs> it's Liam yeah. T Media. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's well, that's good. Point. That's good branding. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank well, you for having me on. It's been great. No problem at all. That's been wonderful, and I can't. I can't wait to for for you on. And yeah, if you if you want to make a mystery bag, because <laughs> yeah. a mystery wintermark bag. Or I something. want a yeah. mystery bag of weapon things. Weapon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will I'm... buy it. What yeah. kind of throw weapons can we make? Yeah. Oh, do you know what that that might actually like? I wonder if you could. Um, put one of those legionnaires onto a throwing weapon and then because it would count as a hit so like that would be so clutch like you would I... get a... that's a good right? point yeah that could work yeah because if, if if it still hits the target because there's i don't think there's anything on the on the wiki that it has to be a held weapon it just says apply it to a bladed weapon so this is where we need a this is where we need a little raw <laughs> pamphlet you see I, I, yes yeah so be a, I, i've got i've got my, my 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 two swords and then i've got eight throwing daggers yeah oh i, I i'll get the kids to go and sell the stuff yeah. make me some money and i will just i would, I, <laughs> I'll, I would be, I'll be there see. pouring oil onto everything yeah <laughs> i would love to see the look on a player's face if you like threw a little throwing knife and was like paralyzed paralyzed they were like what anyway yeah thank you very much for coming yeah. on thank liam yeah much. liam t media we'll put all the um Links down in the description below. Uh, but till next time, we'll uh, say goodbye to the podcast, everyone. Bye, Bye, guys. See ya. Thank you very much for joining us. If you want to find Liam's content and his YouTube channel, the links will be down in the description below. If you enjoyed this, make sure that you ring the bell so you know when a new episode is posted. Until then, you can go and check out some of our other LARP content that we have out there. Until the next time, though, we love you and stay safe.